All right, you guys, we are back. I know we've been gone for a minute, which we'll get into at some point in this podcast. Uh, but we are back. We have AP here, and we have the lovely and talented Eli Shaw. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Oh, my gosh. Doing well, great. you know, in Hades, so <laughs> yeah. living the dream. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Life's been pretty good. Yeah. I don't, um, first of all, obviously, uh, a podcast is you are listening to this. You are not uh, watching this. But Eli came in here all yoked up, muscles just extra worked <laughs> up and revved up. He came in with this clean water. Meanwhile, we look like two hobbits that literally crawled from underneath the bridge. So, Marty, not. We're not starting <laughs> off great, Eli. I just want to let you know that. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Let's start there. I'm originally from Victorville, California, which okay. is in the middle of nowhere. No one ever knows where that's at. Perfect. I've heard of it. I yeah. have heard of it. You, it's a drive-through. It. It's yeah. a drive-through yes. town. Okay. Uh, moved here and I've been kind of in Reno my whole life. Uh, wanted to be an actor, kind of still do. Just mm -hmm. working towards that. Bodybuilding and the Muay Thai on the side as well. I just love mm. she's like on the side. What's well, Muay Thai? <laughs> uh, it's uh, kickboxing. Oh. So I'm nice. an instructor. I was. I'm looking back to get back into that. But then I trained on the side, too, because I would like to fight at some point. Oh, nice. oh, my God. What kind of fighting? Like, Muay Thai fighting? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Just, awesome. like, fucking people up for fun. I think fighting you know, is so bit. good for the, the spirit. Oh, getting I want to fight. Too, yeah. It, no. it, it, it? Yeah, getting hit, you know, it, yeah. you have a rough day and someone hits you in the mouth. You're like, it's all okay. right, I needed that. I needed that. Yeah. Reset <laughs> back to zero. Yeah. <laughs> My day was not shit. I just got punched in the fucking face. And you can't really fight people on the streets like you want to, so it's nice to have a safe place where you can yeah, put yeah, hands on someone yes. and not go to jail. That's yeah. what I was going to say, because it's so difficult. There's so many people out here I want to Muay Thai to death. Mm -hmm. Just like Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. And then I'm like, I can't do that because I'm going to get arrested. Yeah. Well, it's really funny, too, because I love watching like women specifically in their kickboxing classes and like specifically like i don't want to drop the karen right away but like you know that 45 year old lady who's just kicking the shit out of that oh, yes, and yes. you know it's probably her barista this morning who just oh. fucked up her oh, espresso. it's not like it's not like heavy shit right it's like they fucked her day and she's gonna get her she's been thinking about it all she, day well day. she, she they asked her they asked her what her name was and she said karen and they said they spelled it k-a-r-e-n and she was like uh, no bitch it's k-a-r-i-n <laughs> and nobody asked and they never get it right and she's kicking the shit out of that mm. bag mm. I, I could see it it builds yeah. up after a while so mm. it is good i did kickboxing um and i want to start so we'll talk after this because i really want to do a kickboxing um grief group Oh, that would be amazing, actually. Right? Yeah. Don't try to steal my ideas, you guys. <laughs> I can already hear it. It's already hatred all patented Black Mama <laughs> yeah. affiliate. That's right. LLC bitches. That's right. I already hear a bunch of pins fucking clicking and you guys calling your girlfriends. Chill out. I'll let you know when it happens. But it is really important because there's been times in my life where I've been truly upset. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I remember going for runs. I'm, we've all been there. When you, like, cry run. Yeah. Yes. And you're just like, I want to just, I don't understand. And your feet are just moving at a rapid pace. And when you when you stop running, you feel so good. It feels and so your good. Little, your little lip. Your little lip. <laughs> you're trying to like, cry in public and a car might come and you might turn your head. Yeah, no, that's an amazing idea. I used to work at a high school and I used to take some of my 
my young men to kickbox mm-hmm. with me because mm-hmm. they were always the roughest ones, and I'd be like, let's let's work out some issues. On let's the bag. work this out. <laughs> in the bag. Yeah. They're like, can I have that ice cream? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, you. They're so much more can. demure after that. Oh, you so are. Like, they're like, 100%. oh, I've got a life like a life of anger, and I just need to get it out. And I'm like, yeah. cool, let's do it. Totally. And I think actually it's healthy for everybody. Like everyone should just have a punching bag, well, where they can too, go and really let it sad, out. Fifty percent of us, some of us are like little puddles on the ground, and others of us, like fifty percent, is just filled with rage. Yes. Just I'm top to bottom. One. Oh, I'm, we're I'm, rage. This I'm is a room rage. full of yeah, rage. I'm a rage <laughs> Raging out. Plus, it relieves this, all these, you know, when you cry, it releases the same kind of good endorphins that you get when you work out. So it's, oh, a, really? It, it really, so that's why I said, a, like a, a grief kickboxing group where you can feel comfortable if you want to let out a tear, no one's going to get wild You're about just it. just sobbing. Like, <laughs> right. Like, you can sob as much as you want, bitch. Keep those hands up. You'd be surprised Keep how often that actually still ha- that, that, that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Teach group classes and they'll just be like, people just crying you'd be like okay we working through shit today come talk to me after if you need me but other than that just give it a little bit more so you don't hurt yourself that's it can you pivot and grab a tissue perhaps yeah i think it's important you can't be spraying that shit around right yeah i need you to wipe this bag down when you're done please (laughs) and it's it's a lot so you and i will talk after this but uh one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on the podcast was uh we have a mutual friend tara and she's so great just love her just just this little spiritual little goo 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 makes you feel good inside and sometimes when it she it's almost like she can feel my energy she lives not far from here i don't know if you know but um sometimes i will come home and i'm just like enraged i'm like i cannot take one more person just losing their mind what is going on with our country what is going on with our state what is going on with the people i like i'm gonna lose my shit and then she will send me something or post something and it's like oh that's just that's just what i needed and so one of those days uh she sent me one of your videos from your Instagram, which I die. Because if you listen to the podcast, you know that I am all about catching these Karens. We got to yes. catch them, we got to <laughs> hunt them down, and we got to put them in Karen prison. Okay? And so your what videos... What would Karen prison look like? Can we just break that down for a second? Well, it'd be a lot of people being like, I need to talk to the sheriff. Get him down here now. Well, no, I think the prison part... These conditions part, no, are... The prison <laughs> for Karens, it should just be like a lot of almost. Like their oh, borders are yeah. always wrong. Right. Yes. And nobody <laughs> cares. They go into the same little cafeteria and nobody that they wanted to be fired was fired. Right. Their phone, like their one phone call will just be one long set of hold music where they yes. don't actually get to talk to anybody yes. ever. Yes. And Ooh. the person picks up and they go, uh, Walgreens, can you please hold? Uh, yep. Yeah, it'll be like a lot of that. Yeah. I didn't even say yes. <laughs> and it'll be people asking them like, what kind of uh, blanket would you like? Would you like blue, red? We have white. And every time they order something, they give you the opposite. Because they're out of the other one. Because they really they've wanted. been out. And oh, I want all of you? their bob cuts to be like an inch grown out because they just can't handle it on their shoulders. Right. Well, I told you guys, I don't know if you listened to, I think it was our last, maybe it was the second to last episode, but um, I said that in order for people to really learn, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I remember p- my parents being like, oh, you want to be the most? Well, then we'll give you the most. So like, we have to start making people uncomfortable. I am telling you, if you have ever worn flip-flops with socks in the summer, you will know what I'm talking about. Now, that might be an okay setup just to run and go get the mail, right? But if you had to work all day in the heat 
back and forth to work, right? We don't want anyone to pass out, so you don't need to wear the whole outfit. Just the feet. I need you to wear socks with flip-flops. That is part of your punishment. You are not allowed to have long hair at all. Like, it's got to be just real short, a real pixie cut, because we want to be able to see you coming, okay? And in the wintertime, you're not allowed to wear scarves. No scarves for you. None. <laughs> No, you get to wear one windbreaker from the 80s. It's like pink or lime. You get to pick. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you, we make shit. When we do these laws, we just start making shit inconvenient for people. But you see a lot of people's attitudes really oh turn up. Um, so I, what the videos that you post are Karens who are losing their minds who have been captured on camera, much like the Yeti. <laughs> and then you go in and do a voiceover with your... It's not an emoji, it's a memoji, correct? An emoji, yeah. It's an an emoji. Um, and when I tell you I live, it, I die every time. You always seem to say exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> and when you do the praise Jesus, I, uh, phone floor, phone floor. I stop the phone, I put the phone down, I died. I, it, it is comedically, you can't write it any better. Oh, thank you. I'm glad because I don't write any of that stuff. <laughs> no, of course. Just, yeah, but that's what my next question was actually going to be. When you are doing these reactions, are they totally candid? Yeah. It's usually I'll, I'll pull things from the news and then I'll just do them. And whatever comes out, comes out. Sometimes I'll re-record it just in case. I'm like, oh, I kind of tripped up on my wording there. But yeah, yeah. I'll redo it. And it's just whatever comes off the dome. That one specifically came because I, lis- I was listening to gospel music at the time. Yes. And I was all like... What would God say about this? <laughs> you had me dying. You were just like, Lord Jesus. And I was, I was dying. What and was your favorite one that you've done so far? Um, I think it was the beat him, ba- beat him down Becky one. Oh, that was, you just gave me chills. Just because like that, that video is old, but like I've saved that video because I, I, it gives me joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, yes. Yes. You know, because that lady really tried it. And then like. And then she got them hands. The butt whipping that she received after that, I was all like, yo. like, And the lady was like, very calm afterwards, and she was all like, I don't know why you were in my face if all of these issues were going on with you. And I was like, see, that's the kind of... That's like the that. kind of... Yes, yeah. I like when you can beat someone's ass and then calmly discuss it immediately following that ass whooping. Well, it's because the stakes of the game, right? It's mm-hmm. like, I was just minding my own bit. You were not. You forced my hand. Literally. I mean, it kills me. We've come to live in a society where women... Uh, specifically these women. I'm sorry. I can't even, like, group men into this. Like, I have not, and I have been looking. There is not a male, white male video like this. Because here's the thing, and if you do see it, typically it's because the wife is a Karen, right? So typically you yeah, only see right. a man acting like this because, again, it's like what you're taught at home. So this bitch is acting up, so I'm going to act up too. And it's like, I don't know why people try it. I will put, I will lay I these fucking hands on you. I one guy even do it. The one video I saw where her husband was present the whole time, he, he looked like he got his at home. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like oh, I'll please. deal with you at home. Like, he was, like, sullen, sad, head hanging down. These were um, a group of, I believe, Persian men. Okay. Three of them. And this drunk Karen. She's not Is this the one at the booth? The in the, they're in yeah. the booth? Yeah. And she's oh, yeah, yeah, she goes, yeah, yeah. I don't even like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then eventually one of the men looks at the husband and he goes, are you just going to let her, like, yeah. Just some pussy shit. That's because it'd be weird, different, right? If it, it was a group shit. of people getting into an altercation equally. But this man was just like, oh, there she goes again. <laughs> oh, no. Not Tim Karen. Oh, She's my always God. No, up no, to no. It. If you ignore her, she, 
ignore her. She settles down. No, they don't. That's it's the like problem. It's like the dog at the door that like scratches on your really nice fucking jeans and you want to punt her across the room, but you can't because it's somebody else's dog. Exactly. Right. That's this guy's wife. That's what he deals And he's just like... Oh. Ugh, he's like, finally someone else gets to take a load off this. You know, I bet you he said the whole time on the way home, I was like, if you had just been quiet, you just, just kept your mouth shut for once. Because that's all it is. It's like they, that's all it they've is. gotten away with it for so long and they think they're going to... And then they... It, you come just one the day person. they come across the wrong person and I find a lot of joy in that. I sometimes will just watch those videos over and over again. I'll just like end up in a dark hole of watching them and I'll oh be my like God, yes. and I'll be like, This is, made me feel so much better. It does. It <laughs> when does. I saw that Public, lady beat everybody. her down and she had a wallet in her right hand. Uh, no, it was her left hand. I don't know if she was a lefty Lucy or a righty tidy, but I will tell you that she kept her purse in her hand and beat that woman's ass, and rightfully so, and she never once put down the purse. No. <laughs> like, she commenced an ass whooping with the wallet in her hand. I was like, well, she gets you know. extra points. That's when you know you're just like, now I have to do this, right? It's like paying a part. It's like finding the change in your wallet to right. pay the meter. It doesn't take two hands to do that. No. Right. It just doesn't. It you doesn't. Just, you have to fulfill your civic duty, and then you must move on. And then you must move on, and she sashayed out like she was Beyonce getting going on tour. I loved it. Well, and the thing that people don't understand about this is it's, we get all these names, right? Like public shaming is pretty hot right now. Right. But the real thing is, is if we didn't enjoy justice, why would we have a fucking court system? That is true. Why? People, we are loving this on a public level. We are loving that nobody has to call the police and file a report for harassment. And then nobody who potentially, which wouldn't happen, it would get followed up, right, Right. with a police officer and then maybe give a nuisance in their life of some sort, right? right? No, none of that we know that's not going to happen. So watching somebody get their due justice immediately... Oh, is so pleasing. It is so deeply satisfying. So when people are just like, I don't understand why people are with the filming and what's going on. Then you might Um, be a Karen. Actually, you pay taxes because you like your court. You like police officers. Well... (laughs) You like the system, though. You like that we go into this thinking like, oh, okay, there's going to be justice. Yeah, you like the romanticized idea of justice. You really do. So I know personally right now that people are just getting their asses handed to them just right away. I love it. Look, I like when karma is swift. Everybody does. I would like her to move rather quickly, so I'm all for it. Oh, I'm for it. I will take you getting publicly virtually shamed. And okay. me not having to sit on a jury. And yes, period. My point. Is I and also I do believe that um, obviously violence is never the answer, um, but sometimes it is. And I don't think that any of the people that have had to, because I'm telling you right now, you call me a nigger to my face, it is on and popping. And there's only been one time that Bill and I were just talking about this this weekend. I said there was one time you I was on my way to meet you, AP. And I don't know if you remember this. And I was with three of our other girlfriends. And we were walking from, uh, what's the place, the pizza place that's down, just got bought out, Imperial. And we were walking from Imperial to the El Dorado. And as we came up onto the El Dorado sidewalk to go in those side doors downstairs, as we're walking, we're just walking, talking, just like bullshitting, nothing wild. Um, this white guy is with three other white guys, and he walks right past me, and he just calls me a nigger. Yeah, he I goes, do. "Oh, fucking nigger." They're so and I was bold like, with that. What? <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what, but what now?" And when I tell you, not one of those men, not any of my girlfriends, 
Not a fucking one. But I don't care. So I was just like, shoes off, let's do this. And he was really, I was like, say that shit again and watch me fuck you up. He was like, cool, nigger. And I got my ass in those bushes and I picked up the two biggest rocks that I could fucking find. And I was like, I got your nigga right here. Come here. And that's finally when one of the guys got up and he was like, nope. We're going to separate this. Because it's always to stop this. us from doing it. Right. It's I'm always like, us. Why are you trying to protect him? First of all, I'm a woman. That's so wild. Secondly, that's so racist and obviously inappropriate on so many levels. You don't even know me. Like, it'd be one thing if you knew me and you had some background. And you'd be like, I'm just fucking hate you. Okay, maybe I could get down with it. But you don't even yeah. know me. We just met. We didn't even meet. And it was amazing to me that that whole night, I remember it kind of just like sitting with me. Not in the sense that like I'm worried about what some fucking white fucking racist thinks about me that's not the issue but the fact that I wanted to put my hands on him so bad and could not ruined my whole weekend well I mean sometimes it's like that you when you really want to hurt somebody when you really want to put your hands on somebody and you can't that's the worst feeling in the world it is the worst feeling in the world it is yeah. the worst and I, you, feeling. I was horrible back in the day like even if you just said nigga like I got to a fight in the middle of the street like in front of West 2nd Street because I walked by and someone he wasn't even talking to me he just happened to be using the word and I stopped in the middle of the street, and we got to scrapping. I that <laughs> and we got to scrapping. Like I didn't need to time. say any words to him because I was all like, "Look, you already know what you did." Like, you already know. Oh no, I think I said, "Where is the black?" All right. I, I, and he was and he was like, "What?" And I was like, I'm "Trying to figure out, are, is your mom? Is your mom a black? You got a like, black uncle?" But that's you know. It but listen, to, when you get the hands, don't be surprised. Because that's the thing is you can only try people, whether it's a group of people, whether it's being a woman, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can only try people for so long before they click out on you. And then when you get it, don't look at me like I'm the insane one. If you didn't want it, then don't come into this party. Oh, of course we're going to be the alone. insane one. It's, they're going to cry and there's going to be tears. Right. And I could never be racist. My uncle and my cousin right. and they're all black. and I don't care. I, you better call one of them to come get you after this. <laughs> ass beaten then call one of them motherfuckers yeah. i bet you they'll understand and they'll probably explain oh to you on the whole God. ride home why what you went got wrong. your ass yeah beat. They, they'll point out all the reasons you got that really ass beat important too where you grew up and i really do mean that like i grew up in before i like to call it dirt bike rich <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. That, like, painted a picture immediately. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, people are still white trash. They're like, they have all this money. And they're like, I know what I'm going to do with it. Dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do? Dirt bike track. Backyard. Honey! Honey, I got it! It's so true. It's like he hit it big contracting and, like, he did good work. And then maybe the right. wife could do books on the side. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, like, shit just kept popping. And before they knew it, they're 100,000 heirs. Right. They're like dirt bikes. <laughs> so, anyways, I grew up kind of poke out in Sparks, but, like, we were out in the valley, like, Palomino Valley. And it was before Which the dirt bike out bridge there. Yeah. It's out there. It's really out there. And so we grew up with a ton of Native kids, a ton of Hispanic kids. Um, Black kids here and there, but, like, I would not say it was predominantly No, black black folks ain't going that far out. I just, they're... To undeveloped land? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, oh, we've seen that movie, The Hills Have That was a trick. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you won't get us again. You won't get us again. No. You won't get us again, bitch. We learn. We be learning. So long story short, growing up out there, you know, growing up with a lot of Hispanic girls is, and I'm sure guys go through this, I'm just speaking from my experience as a woman, is, like... You know, if you say shit people don't like, you're going to get your ass hit. 
Oh yeah. Period. Dot the end. Oh yeah. And you either and the women will fight faster than the men, or just get your ass beat all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like I love coming from the area that I came from because I am not a like. I've been in PE, and if you have got not been knocked to your ass by your ponytail being fucking dropped, then are you even a girl? Like, <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, I don't, truly. I don't know how to say that. So you learn at this early age, beyond your parents, beyond punishment, but beyond these simple things like, oh, I need to watch what I say and how it makes others around me feel or what they're thinking it might be implying. And it's not because you're afraid to have your own opinion. It's because you know that if you say some shit about her fucking bangs, shit's yeah. going to pop off. Yeah. She's going to catch you. That's that peer accountability that makes oh, sure and you that's know where better. I started. And the thing is, it doesn't very small start fractions. in these... Honestly, it doesn't start in these predominantly more wealthy areas because no teacher would allow that to even get there. No aid, no anybody who can like come in between. And a lot of the times, these kids themselves would be like, oh, I would never. I mean... If you have not got your ass beat by your mom, the one who loves you the most on this earth. There's some there's some like, boxes that need to be checked. Of course you're going to be a fucking Karen is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like the woman who birthed me has given me my worst ass beatings of my yes. life. Yes. And Record that was like, okay, so I can go check one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then down the list. So now yeah. I'm an adult and I'm a functioning member of society giving back. You know, I'm a white woman. One of my closest friends is a black woman. I mean, now we can roll together without this being like, you know, when all of this stuff went down and I almost felt bad about it. I didn't, but I didn't call her to see how she felt about being black. I just always assumed I knew. I was like, <laughs> I always thought it was on the old up and up. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I've grown up yeah. in culture where it's just like, yeah, you're Hispanic, you're a Latina girl, you love and you own your shit. You're a black girl, you own and love your shit. I know I'm not going to be fucking yanking on your weave. I don't touch it. Like, I don't know. It's just so funny. These people now who are just like, oh, I well, and that's what I don't understand is like it to me. It's more frustrating that people are acting like the lights just got turned on, and I'm like, uh, we've been turning on the oh lights, God. and you guys keep flicking them back off. We've asked you numerous times to leave the light on. We keep opening windows, we keep opening curtains and blinds, and y'all just keep shutting the blinds. Y'all keep shutting the curtains, and I'm trying to figure out why. They act like this police brutality thing and all that stuff is like brand new. I'm like, you, I remember Rodney King. So like, right, I'm and like, a lot of people though, if you ask them what was Rodney King, what happened, what was it about? Most people will not be able to actually tell you what it was about. And that's okay, right? It's okay to go, you know, I've been ignorant, I've been blind, I haven't done the work. But, like, do the work. And you can't rely on people of color to help you do that work. But what I love about what you do is, obviously being a black man, you do add a layer of comedy. And the thing about com that's what makes comedy so great. And you guys, I have this other episode. We're going to release it. It'll get released. But I talk a lot about how comedy can really help people heal. It can help people learn. It can help you address things that you probably may have never spoken about. But there is a reason why when you sit down and watch Chris Rock, you pay the money, you go, you sit, you watch him, you watch Dave Chappelle, whoever it is, whomever it is, and you watch them and you're cracking up. <clears throat> you're cracking up because you're like, I get it. Yeah. This is happening in my life. I have a tickle in my throat. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you obviously can relate. We all have a Karen. That's why your videos are so great. We've either, either seen a Karen, we, we've all worked with a Karen. Yes. We mm. all do work with a Karen. I mean, still. 
Okay? <laughs> and you know, sometimes you're in the break room like, oh, this bitch. When you, sometimes you ask somebody to you like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why do you look all distressed? Like, fuck, Karen, oh, that bitch again? Like, we all just, we have them in our lives. So it's nice to be able to have somebody else who you don't know, who is in your community, post these videos, and they're absolutely hilarious. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it just one of those so things funny. where it's like, yeah. so funny. Because sometimes you just have to laugh because, like, the stuff that we read is just horrible. And I couldn't write anything any better than, like, the news articles that are coming out now. So I'm like, we might as well just take this and make it the laughter because this is ridiculous. Keep well, doing you're going to be a great fit on here because, honestly, like, that's what we've done. We do with everything, honestly. Like, it's so funny the way this has progressed. I mean, obviously, we've hit, like, a really intense moments in the world together on this podcast. But when we started, I mean, we've been talking about everything. And I personally cope with comedy. And I don't believe in, like, shoving it down and never dealing with it, whether it's, like, working out and kickboxing or that's going to therapy or whether it's even getting medicated if you really can't get out of that funk enough. But honestly, like, for me, comedy has always been it. It has always been the the light at the end of the tunnel, the silver lining on it. And if you watch those Kieran videos and they only depress you, that sucks. You have to be able to laugh at the fact that this woman is out here wiling her fucking heart out, thinking that this is the way. Like, that's funny to me. A woman who's people... doing stair steps and you're just irate. You're just like, how dare God, that one bitch. caught me off guard. I had to watch it several times. I was like, wait, what is she mad about? Right. She mad <laughs> is that with the Japanese girl? Like... Yeah, she's trying to get her exercise on. And this bitch's big bitch was angry about it. And I was like, this bitch is clearly counting her calories. Could you leave her alone? She's like, look at that body. That bitch looks good. I thought she would have stopped her and been like, get it, girl. Like, the other day I saw, if I see somebody running and they're super cute and they are into it, oh, I will roll down my window. And I always do that. I do a fist pump. And if I have the the sunroof open, oh, I really get after it. And I do a fist pump and I go, get it, girl, get it. Me and Ian have a super Shit. guilty pleasure. And I mean this. My husband is the nicest person, period, dot the end. He does not so nice. think jokes are funny. Oh. No, no. <laughs> He's like, he give me my D&D, let me paint these yeah. artifacts. He this literally is, is the sweetest thing ever. And he's... But we do. We'd love to cheer on women, especially if, like, if you're a fit girl and you're running, like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, keep on. I just don't. If you are obviously making changes in your body and you're overweight and I see you out there on that pavement and you're, like, huffing it, I love being, like, oh. me and Oh, I Ian. love to go out of my way to talk to someone you know what at I'm the saying? gym who's not, like... <sighs> Just, who isn't worth, like, yeah. might just be starting or yeah, restarting exactly. or whatever. I love to pump them up. Because, I right? mean, the gym can be super intimidating. Even oh, for yeah. someone who's, like, into it and, like, totally. is part of your career. But, like, when you, you see somebody stop out there. pointing like, to your pecs? <laughs> okay, we get it. They're just pointing at his I'm really excited about them. I'm really ah, excited about them. He was them. like, you know, somebody, <laughs> y'all can't see, but he was doing a lot of aggressive pointing towards his pecs. He was just like, somebody, you know, when you Who might have worked really hard. He did a lot of dedication. the work in. My friends make fun of me because I'll just sit there and, like caress them and they're like what are you doing i'm like look i've had like an a cup for my whole life like i was all like i just i got a little something now so I'm not just... <laughs> and you know what it feels good yeah it feels okay. good i out my shirts a little bit better now Treat like, you know, I, gotta... yeah, I get it listen you it's a little you... cozier in there okay shit but anyways yeah i totally agree so we love to encourage people my husband's in the wellness business nice so he's really he really is passionate about oh he's very passionate he's very he's passionate, very passionate. About he's very passionate about health and i'm really into it but i will at the very end of the podcast i'll have you um 
say your Instagram uh, account um, so people can follow it. But I really thought this would be a fun episode if we did, because you're so fucking funny. I'm glad you think so. Cause oh my gosh, no I think you're does. hilarious. No, that's okay. That's when you know you're funny. If no one else is laughing and you're cracking yourself up, my husband tells funny. me all the time, you are not funny. Oh, and there my husband are, tells me all the time. Uh, I don't even know what our ratings are. Uh, disagree. That's yeah. what I always say. I'm like, oh, excuse me. Thumbs down to Ian. Number Love two, you. thank you, thank you. Okay, some bitch thinks I'm funny. Um, but I thought it would be really fun to do like a pop culture kind of episode, kind Let's of keep it light it. and fun. Okay, so there's just like so much happening because that's the thing is in the beginning of COVID, it was real quiet, right? Yeah. Everyone was staying at home, they were minding their P's and Q's. Yeah, maybe we had Ellen losing her shit. It was just like, I'm so bored. Who am I gonna call? I'm gonna call my other rich friends, oh, right? Just wow. like really annoying. And <laughs> I'm used to like some ratchet shit. Like, I want to turn on Twitter and every day get excited. When I go onto my Twitter in the morning, I get a little excited. I'm like, oh, I wonder who I fucked up today. You don't have Twitter? Okay, I we're gonna. You know what? I can't. Both of you are Twitter. so annoying. How do you find out about any sort of fast facts? Um, we'll get into it later. You two are animals. It's twenty twenty. Um, our fucking president has Twitter, and you would think. And I get it. I feel like that's an if even. That's I was gonna say I don't know. That's discouraging. Yeah, you. no, but this is what I tell you. How do you know the end of the world's coming if you're not first alert? You gotta be first alert. No, I want to be last be alert. alert. I want to be going down super happy. I want to be like, what is that bright light? Shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not know. <laughs> If I'd it's inevitable, I be in the I'd rather finish the cocktail than I'm kids. drinking or whatever. Yeah, I want to finish dinner dead. <laughs> Bright light, dead. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, well, don't worry. I have Twitter, so I'll text both you motherfuckers <laughs> and let you know shit is going down, okay? But people have been acting up, so I always love to be, I love the pettiness because it does give us an opportunity to kind of take our minds off it. So. If you guys aren't aware, uh, this last couple of weeks, August Alsina, and I always, do I, am I saying his name right, August Alsina? Who uh, Right, who gives a fuck? So August Alsina um, did the one thing you should never do Kiss after a big breakup. Right? So, if you don't know, August Alsina is a recording artist. He's got very soulful music. Uh, kind of think The weekend, just more, uh, not as talented. Uh, just that's my opinion. <laughs> that's but, accurate. No, um, no you're right. That's just how I feel. Okay. And I don't even like The weekend. So. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stand The weekend. And I was like, He's even when you ones, uh, no? even when you cut that lopsided fucking hair, I thought it, that was the annoying part of you, but turns out, it's not. Yeah, no, it's just... It, it's Weird the falsetto. It's that. <laughs> Anywho, so August Alsina has been dealing with some mental health issues. Mm. He has come forward previously and talked about it a little bit. And he's recently he dropped an album that I believe dropped on Monday, Sunday or Monday, one of the two. I thought it dropped this this week. No, it was. I think it was last. It was right before he came out with the Jada thing. Okay, because so, so nobody was clearly clicking. Because I was fully willing to listen to the album prior to this going down. <laughs> well, and if you haven't looked and looked at his album, I'm so over people releasing Bibles. It doesn't need to be 35 tracks. A simple 12, 13 track like we used to do old school is fine with me. Not not for him. I don't think he's got the uh, subject matter or talent <laughs> to do a 30. Like, you know, if Alicia Keys releases 30 songs, that's I, what might, I'm saying. I might listen. And when, like, Beyonce released the big, I was like, I'm into this, right? Because this bitch is serving me. She's giving me visuals. She's giving me, like, she's giving the, she's serving this it all to me. This bitch is serving me. <laughs> she is serving me. But August Alcina, I'm like, you don't have enough repertoire to even release. Thir- why, why are there so many tracks? Right, right, right. So, I digress. So, he did, he did. <laughs> an interview with Angela Yee who is from The Breakfast Club which also I found very strange 
Yes. Because you can tell that he did not want to be roasted and toasted. And how I know this is because the Breakfast Club always has all three people. <laughs> so it's very much this format right here. Yeah. It's a radio show big in, in the East Coast. And typically, if you have something coming up, if you're a fighter, you don't need to be, it doesn't need to be just music. You can come into the studio. But there is a gentleman named Charlemagne the God, and he he will roast and toast your ass. Like, he gives no fucks. He has been threatened. People have tried to beat him up. Like, he People gives no fucks. Him up. <laughs> People did beat him up. So I found it very interesting that not only was it not in the studio, but it was in this very, like, dark setting, and there were, like, purple velvet chairs, and he had this wild hairdo going on, and he was just like, I'm an artist, and he starts talking to her, and he's talking about his depression, and he's just like, you know, he's talking about, like, how a lot of different things that have happened in his life over the course of years, things going on have affected his mental health. Now, here's where he fucked the game up. He did the one thing you never do in a breakup, and I don't give a fuck who you've been dating. I don't care if they're famous. I don't care if it's Jim Bob down from fucking 7-Eleven. What you don't do is you don't publicly come out and tell everybody your emotions. He basically was, not basically, he did. Number one, he just said, Jada Pinkett and I were fucking. Like, we'd be fucking. We fucked. And we weren't fucking we were dating we were together and it was nice <laughs> oh she she put something on him because he Cause she put that grown-ass pussy on him. that's what she, happened that, he wasn't ready for that he lost it that's why he came in there with that keisha cole love video wig like <laughs> that two-toned aubrey kind of thing that he had going on I it was, was the like, reverse aubrey i was so confused he was on uh, he was in his feelings <laughs> see, and you can see it like have you ever I think I've talked about this story before, but I have this guy that we were just like fuck buddies. And then after, like when I met somebody, I was like, hey, listen, this was fun. But like truly, if you have feelings for me, you should probably tell me because this is just a cool situation for me. Yeah. And he was like, no, party on, have a great time. If you guys break up, let me know. No problem. And I will tell you that I saw him a smooth seven months later. And I was at a bar and I went over to say hi. My boyfriend was there. I said, I'm going to go and say hi to him. And when I went over there, all the men gave me the attitude. They were uh, like, no, this is, oh, that's her. That's uh, her. And one. he literally turned around, tears in his six foot five ass, and said, you broke my heart. And I was like, first of all, why are we doing this in a bar? Like, you could have called me, you could have texted me, you could have emailed me, you could have tweeted me, you could have faxed me, could have got a fucking p- pigeon carrier. Why are we doing this inside of a bar at 12 o'clock at night? Are you drunk? Are you okay? Like, yeah. what's going on in your life? Drunk in love. He, that is what he was doing. He was drunk in love. And so he has this kind of, and you can see Angela Yee, who, by the way, is a horrible interviewer. <laughs> she looks so confused. <laughs> that was the best interview ever. She looked, because she was not, obviously, when a lot of times when you do interview, typically, a lot of times they'll say, like, can you give us the questions beforehand, whatever. You could see the sheer, she was just, you could see, she, you know when you try to tell someone with their eyes, like, bitch, shut up. Shut well, because she knew. She was all like, yo, this is not the route you want to go. Please don't do this. I'm trying to she, save and you. And she kept trying <laughs> to give him the out, and he was just like, you know, Will and I, Will knew about it. I sat down with Will. He gave me his blessing. He told me everything was Gucci and good. And Angela, are they still like, married? Yes. Okay. That's so, where this thing gets crazy. This is where it gets wild. So he does this fucking interview, and of course the internet just goes 
nuts because for years there's been speculation between Jada and Will that they have been swingers, which now makes sense because I've heard that from a good source. Well, and I'll tell you why it makes sense because they were basically what happened was eventually it caused her to bring her own self to her own red table. And by the way, can we get a better red table? I just well, I mean, damn, how long was it going to take? I don't know what negotiation she was trying to do, but I was like, Jada, it you only need one chair. That's it. Why do we? Why have has there? it been like a week? I want to know now. Like, and that's the thing is, you cannot say when you're a public figure that my business is not your business. You put your business out here, bitch. You come every week doing a, re- a red table where you bring other people onto your show. You brought the gor- the girl Jordan who slept with uh, or kissed uh chloe kardashian's man tristan you bring in everybody else's bullshit to the table but you can't bring your own you have to be willing to be self-facing oh, as well that she does it's, it's a show on facebook it's a it's a, didn't it win an emmy oh yeah i think it did it's a really like it's like a it's a sit down like show which i mean it's what we're doing now it's great it's a great show but i was all like girl if you don't hurry up and get your ass to this table so that we can clear this up like because that's yeah. the thing like you said like right you and everybody else's business now come on now like yeah what are we doing yeah Granted, I mean, all right, you get were it. fool for get not it. having August sign an NDA, but uh, 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 okay, so we're gonna get there. So <laughs> well, it she, sounds like she, she pulls he was herself in a real spiral. Oh, she yeah. pulls herself, and this is where it's this is, turns funny. So <laughs> she she brings herself to the red table. She brings Will. It was on Saturday. Look over it. He looked. Do you know when you're in a fight with your with your cup when you're in a fight with your spouse, and you have to go to a party? <laughs> we all know and you've been going at this argument hard for two days You, it's transferred to the car yeah and then right before you pull up you like don't start no shit in this party that's <laughs> you exactly like, it you better yeah. act right and suck it up right yeah. and then you go to the party and everybody can clearly see there is some tissue in the room okay yeah. Will looked like he looked like he'd been crying for no less than a week he looked so perturbed like why is this and the whole interview he's taking jabs at her oh. which come off as funny Cause she's like, oh, ha ha ha. Unless you're you can, married, you can tell that he's like, you're like, oh no, he's dead serious. He, when he says I'm gonna get you back for this, he means it. Like he, <laughs> he said that, and he also, and she, but she clarified too. She was like, you ain't get nobody back for nothing because uh, I didn't do anything wrong. So basically, what she says is, look, at the time, well before this, well before I started sleeping with August, we were not good. I and she says it right to Will. I was very unhappy for a very long time very long time and what i got the impression and you can tell me what you think is that she has more than once this does not sound like this is the first time where she has been like i think i just want to be out in this world free yeah well she made a comment a couple years ago that she's a sex addict she did and i think for her she at some point because obviously sexuality's changed in the last decade right True. where people are being very fluid they're being very open yeah. we're using a lot of different you know we're using all the alphabet words which is i honestly i support i think that we are way too rigid about sex it's stupid we should be able to do whatever the fuck we want fuck whoever wants no one's business it's your business if you want to do that shit in your marriage and it fucking works do you it's no one else's business but i think that she's probably done this a few times throughout their marriage and i think it was probably always tolerated because they probably took a break during that time and they both probably both said that's fine but what it sounds like is she either was with people who signed an nda or people who weren't famous so when she talks about august he's also very young so she talks about it and she says like when he first came to us he was very young he was having problematic issues he was 
needing a lot of guidance. And through me giving him this guidance to this pussy. (laughs) Right. So that's where this story ends. That's it. And she basically goes, there was no cheating. Will and I were at that point, we were done. Like, we were going to get a divorce. And then Will goes, what they said is, Will said, I was done with you at this point. I didn't want you back. And I was all like, wait, can we talk about that? That's what I want to know about. And actually, he said, he goes, I kicked your ass to the curb. curb. That's what he says. He goes, I kicked your ass to the curb, and I was done with you. And then he said, I was out doing my thing. You were out doing your thing. And I was all like, Uh and side note. That time period was when the rumors were going around that he was sleeping with his focus co-star. Remember that? Yeah. Because those pictures came out where, yeah. Oh, I hope he did. Where he was kissing all over her. And I was Uh all like, I don't know how I feel about that. This is a movie scene. Yes. Right. And Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah, fucking in and out. Yes. So I think that's where a lot of, you can see how people were like, oh, they just have, they'd be out here swinging. But it's like, people don't know. They are staying together probably for what a lot of wealthy people do, money. And they realize that their empire is so intertangled, it makes no sense to divorce. So you have a lot of people that separate, Mm -hmm. and they never get divorced, but they go date other people. You can see how it happens, right? No, absolutely. Here's here's one thing that I would think if I were a swinger, right? Like, truly. If me and Ian were like, okay, things need to get fresh. Okay? (laughs) Feeling a little stale in here. Right, right. I just feel like rule number one of swinging would be like, but I get, like, you can't, like, embarrass me. Yeah. Right? Like, if you could be fucking, like, I'm going to sign off on that, right? But, like, if I was Will and I saw August and my wife, I could see her, uh, you know, you know your partner, right? Oh, yeah. You know immediately. I know the second Ian thinks somebody's pretty across the grocery store. I don't right, know what it is. Right. My you women feel think, it's, it's a team like I'm, I'm pissed. Right. I don't know what, what the it, fuck are you looking at? What the fuck you looking at? at? You lucky motherfucker. Put like, these eyes back over here. We already got grapes. You don't need no yeah. more. What are you looking yeah, at over there? Exactly. You don't even eat for so I feel it. I feel it. Like, every woman knows. Mean, and meaning every man knows. I yeah. really do believe oh, that. Oh, yes. Right? You get that little, like, mm. you, like, I can tighten those titties oh, up. Please. Like, yeah. Idris, yeah. Idris even comes on for a Long story scoosh. short, though, is you look over and you either go, I get it. Right? Let's be honest. Right. We've all been like, I get it. She is cute. Pretty. God damn it. Right. Or like, do not embarrass me. Yeah. Do not embarrass. No. 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 If you yes. like her, you don't deserve me at all. <laughs> I'm. You know what? And I'm leaving. And I think that was what Will's thing was, right? He was just like over this little punk ass bitch over here. Now I have to sit at your fucking purple fucking carpet. And he, that's exactly what it was. He looked so perturbed. Like, why do I have to yeah. do this? Because yeah. you didn't make him sign an NDA. Yeah. What the hell, Jada? We've yeah. been doing this yes. for 20 years. Yeah. You right. know better. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. why I rode with you, bitch. <laughs> well, and I think the reason why was because, truthfully, I think he was a recording artist, and I really think that he never thought I think she never imagined why would you want to fuck up your own career, right? Because I'm going to tell you, when he, when I tell you he sounded like a little broke little bitch, just like whining because he was so in love with her and she clearly was not in love with him. And that is to look at when he, when you see him, because he's like leaning forward, talking to Angela Yee, and he's just like, and then you see her interview, and she was just like, she calls it an entanglement. Entanglement. She she calls it, (laughs) (laughs) she calls it, and Will calls her out, because she calls it an entanglement. He said a what? And he goes, okay. You mean a relationship? (laughs) That's why I love the conversation, because you can tell they had this argument behind closed doors already because he was all like now looking because he even at one point said because she was talking and he goes 
Can you get to what you get brought us here for? And I yeah. was all like, oh, he was annoyed. That's why the hell. That's why this damn interview was twelve minutes long because he was like, I got ten minutes for you and you two minutes overdue. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really did. It was so uncomfortable because, you know, she was just like, I didn't want to have to talk about this. Listen, Jada fucked up, and the mighty can fall. Big tree fall hard. Yes. Okay, we love you, Jay. It doesn't mean everything you've done in your life isn't purposeful or useful or beautiful in that sense. I've always loved right. her. I think she's a beautiful, strong woman. I think she's done a lot of really positive things. Sometimes you fuck the wrong guy. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. And I like the fact that, I do like the fact that they were able to discuss it and have a conversation about it. Absolutely. And like, come, because it sucks for August, because he was like, I was so in love with her. And she's like, I mean. It was an entanglement. She was all like, it was an entanglement. We slept together. And then I realized I wanted to be with my husband. So I was all like, well, damn. If that's not clearly letting yes. you know he was the side piece, like... Like, and she said, she goes, listen, Will and I have tried to separate before, and no matter how many times we separate, we have finally realized that, like, we always come back together because he's my person and I'm his. So, like, I'm working on me, and that's what she said. She's like, I, we've been working over the past few years. She goes, this was a long time ago, and she's like, it's four years ago. And I'm like, that sounds like a long time. In marriage time, it feels like a long time, but in real life, four years is not that long. But not if you in love with her. Like, I mean, for August, it feels like yesterday, apparently. He is, <laughs> he is I mean, still. Okay, here's the thing, though, you Which guys. I get. We all make mistakes, because let me tell you, this happened today. And when I mean today, I mean today. I ran a few <laughs> errands. It was lovely. I was coming back up Lakeside, and there happened to be um, a person walking. And I just glanced over, and you know, I mean, like, peripheral glance. And I thought, huh, that looks like my ex. No big deal. Drive past. You know who it was? It was actually a small Hispanic woman. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just saying we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> because she did indeed look like my ex. <laughs> that doesn't really drive that point home. <laughs> I don't know what else would. Oh, shit. I thought she was going to say something like, you know, and then no. I, that means I was thinking about him like randomly. No, just. No. Nope. That looked like him. That just looked like him. You favor him, like, lady. I don't know why people put themselves in this predicament. <laughs> don't make someone say that they never felt that way about you. Ooh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You pressed her, and now she's got to come out here. What did you think she was going to fucking say? Did you think she was going to come the out here and profess her fucking love to you in front of her husband? She's no. like, I'm married to Will Smith. Done. Done. <laughs> Done, dumb, dumb. I thought that and was the answer. And that's literally what she, she goes, you know, I, she goes, you know, Will goes at some point, he goes, this was like, you're the mayor, you fucked up, and like, I'm the wife sitting on the side of the pedestal just being like, ah, here we are again, <laughs> but I'm yeah. standing by my man. Like, as great as an actor yeah, is, he, he got... did not hide his discomfort <laughs> at oh, all. Oh, if you haven't seen it. I actually feel like in this real-time universe, we needed to see that, because if he was just rocked Jada, if he was just like hard behind every Everybody would have been like, who's Will fucking? Like, what's going on? No, because you know what you are when you're real? You're fresh annoyed. You're he like, was listen, we're annoyed. fucking famous. We live a different lifestyle. He was even like, late to the that. interview. No. Was you, he late? He was late because she was like, where is he? And he was like, yeah, he showed up and I was all like. He's like, I'll get here when I get here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we on my time now, bitch. That was a flex. Really? He was all like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> oh, he like, really, seriously. you could see how uncomfortable and annoyed that he had to talk about his wife's pussy and the fact that someone else had been in there previously. I don't even think that it was that. Years. I do not think it was that. I think it was the fact of who had been in that pussy and how annoyed it is. Because he's not fucking railing about the OB who's up in there. He's just like, it happened. 
now this August thing, he's just like, that's an embarrassment on me. I think he's fresh in Paris. I think Seriously? he's like, I'm over here. I mean, looking. have you seen August? I mean, I would That's what I'm saying. Like, Jada, were you just drinking too much wine? But you know when you're unhappy. Well, she said that, you know, she said that she's got codependency issues. And she said she that she that. needs to feel like she's fixing something or fixing someone. And at the time, she was all like, my kids is grown. He and I not rocking with each other like we should. She's like, I, did. I was like, oh, so you slept with your project is what yeah, happened. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and that's called a, yeah. that's called a grooming. Yeah, right. I was all like, I don't know right. how I feel about that, Jada. I don't know if you should have said that part out loud. Like, did you hear it when you said You're it? Because it sounds like, and I think because she sounds a little Woody Allen-ish. Well, and then that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. That's what a lot of people are saying. And I think it's because she is famous. And I think because they are in this industry and it looks so different that she's looking at it different. But regardless you cannot that's like me fucking an 18 year old right now like girl what are you doing grooming yeah that's a child that's a seriously that's a child and when i see men i don't give a shit don't fucking ride in i don't give a fuck if brad and fucking cindy from his fucking fifth grade class and it worked out it's fucking weird if you're a grown-ass man who pays taxes and you are fucking someone a smooth 25 years younger than you it is bizarre. Find someone in your own age group. You all got nothing to talk about. You don't even remember how to log into your goddamn Wi-Fi. Meanwhile, this bitch is Snapchatting and tweeting and fucking. It's t- interesting like, you, you say that. I know exactly what you're talking about because I. It's creepy. I was sick this last week. Everything's fine, negative. But <laughs> I watched the show. It just peaked on. It was a TLC. I thought, okay, binge. Was it 90 Day Fiance? No, it was Welcome to Plathmo. Huh? Yes. Okay, okay. So it's this. It's just this family who um, they don't allow any technology, any yes. people in. It they basically live like they're Amish, but they're allowed to have cars. They have oh. electricity, but they want nothing of like the modern Go- outer world. Nothing, and then the government, none of that. They just no. want to live off. They want to live off the grid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is fine. No big deal. Yes. They make a show off it now. I was like, shit, I still so have people out the on the farm. Still? That's what I'm saying. Like, how are you off the grid ret- recording <laughs> some shit? I can't. I can't. So, long story short, though, I was watching this show, and I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck is this one kid so hot? And then I was like, that thought happened. He's 18, by the way. And then I immediately thought, oh, I'm not saying the right words. He's like, and I'm looking at this young kid who's 18 who, I mean, I'm 30. So within a five-year gap, that would have, I mean, never, ever happened even when I was 18. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking, like, God, he was like, yeah, I can identify him as a very attractive person. person but to me, he still seems like a, a child. child. Yes. And I was, like, wrestling with this a little. I mean, not in a fucking wild way, but I was like, gosh, he's so handsome. But... I can still identify that I'm zero percent attracted to him. Well, no, I totally understand that because that's how I feel. Because I have a friend who is my age, and he was dating an eighteen-year-old girl, and we we you? actually had a very we actually stopped talking for a long time because I was like, this is not okay. Yeah, because right. for me, when you have a like, daughter. even like less than twenty, like Oof. I'm thirty and. I mean, 25 is pushing it for me. Because I'm like... Dude, I get it. Mental, yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, where was I when I was 25? And I'm like, so like, mm, nope, not. I would not have wanted to date me. So, no. And so, yeah. Eight, and plus, I worked at a high school where I'm just all like, ew, yuck. Like, <laughs> it is. It's so and weird. Those, you're who should be in a high school. I'm because like, no. I, it is fucking bizarre. It is bizarre. 
bizarre to me when people date. If your your age ends with a teen, no, I'm out. You should still be fucking in jail. Like I'm not kidding you. You just got off your parents' fucking taxes. Maybe. If you don't Maybe know how not to separate for couple years. your laundry, if you if I see you doing laundry and the whites and the darks and the jeans, like everything's together, how am I gonna be fucking you? How how One is that gonna happen? One of my worst exes I ever had, I was eighteen and he was twenty eight, and I know now how it was terrible then. And you know how you get over things over time, and you're like, oh gosh, we were both young and dumb. No, bitch, you were not young and dumb. You were grown. That is twice as disgusting to me as it was even when it happened and i've dated old like i dated older when i was younger that's fine older and like older. i would all but then like as a as an adult i'm just all like you had no business dating me what the hell was wrong with you like, yeah. Yeah, right? like we, yeah. we need to circle back yeah. and go through some things because yeah. like you should not have been i was 18 like that wasn't okay but i don't <sighs> know it is, i don't know what the mentality is for that because i'm just like you look problem is 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 a lot of us and i would include all of us in this room when we were 20 Emotionally, I was far much long than being at the mind of a 20 year old. Yes, yes. And that yeah. just had to do with just like my parents' shit, the divorce, like all their shit. So it did force me to grow up a lot. So I can see how some men could, you know, and yeah, obviously I did date older guys, but there, there's one thing between being 18 to 22 and dating someone who's like 28 years old, which is still, it, it, gets, it gets sticky. But there's a difference between that and being 18, between 18 and 22, and, and there's the person you're dating is 45, 50. And also like, the oh, person that helped get you. Because that's the thing. No, it, like, he right. had addiction issues, and they said they helped work him through that. And I'm like, I don't know. As someone who's worked with people who've got dependency issues, that seems kind of opportunistic. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be grooming. You, sh- you shouldn't be doing that. You're right. And it's bitch, grooming. you ain't no damn alcohol therapist. And it sounds like I haven't Jada, seen a certificate on no, any of those. If well, Jada's a real nimpo and she's codependent, what she needs is exactly what she got, and she needs somebody to be fucking obsessed with her. Will yes. is like shit's burnt. Okay. Right. You know, you might be my person in this life where, like, we're riding together and, like, we're going to get through some shit, but, like, you're not the new hot floss to me. Right. You're just not. You're my wife. You're my mother of my children. You are this for me. You are my rock. You are my the fucking queen to my shit. But you are never going to be that like, oh, my God, Jada, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been married. I've been with my husband for five years. The life that was and the life that is is two it's separate lives now, yeah. and that's fine. Which and they you- even did a whole segment on relationships where they talked about trees and leaves and how trees are your relationship is seasoned. I'm like, come on, Jada, you knew this already. Yeah, yeah. stop <laughs> embarrassing him. If you're gonna cheat, cheat up. Always. That, always. You should have been up. sleeping with Leonardo DiCaprio. What the <laughs> hell was you doing? Like, <laughs> or an interest like, like, or the rock or something. Okay, do you Dwayne. think Will would have been mad about like Denzel? He would have no. been like, he like I oh, get it. bring him over for brunch But Denzel would have never got in his feelings and put rose-colored glasses on and be in his feelings on a couch, like on a chair. Like, it, to me, when you enter into a sexual relationship with someone, regardless of what's happening, right? Obviously, he's got some shit going on. You should have people around you who are like, that is not a good look. What are you doing? You do not fucking tell. You don't. You just keep it crispy. There are plenty of motherfuckers that I have slept with in this town or dated or whatever and shit's gone goofy. Do you know, AP, 
about specifics? Yes. But am I telling everyone like a damn blabbermouth? No. no, bitch, shut up. Mind your own damn business. No, that's for the backyard time is what that's I like what, to call it. Yes, and go. if the person that you used to be with is married now, they have a life, they have kids, you respect <laughs> exactly. that shit. What are you doing, weirdo? You Trying like to sell records is what I think is what is what I think happened. Because it's just, I was all like, really, you waited until this album was coming out to do this? Oh, because that sounds... And then you saw the whole situation with him and Kiki Palmer right oh, after, right? Oh, I can't, right? even with Kiki. I actually think, too, with the album thing, it kind of reminds me a lot of with Beyonce and the Becky thing. And the breakup, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, And then yes. Lemonade dropped, and it was like, oh, because he wants you to hear what he's saying. Probably because out of context, it probably sounds fucking wild. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I mean, at the end of the day, I think if you're in a relationship and you cheat, which doesn't sound like she cheated, she's allowed to do whatever she wants at the end of the day. Regardless of how we all feel about it, you're allowed to do what you want. But if you are going to step out on your partner and legitimately cheat, you have to be ready for the repercussions. You have to be ready, especially when you have a podcast, when you have a, a music career, when you have an outlet that you can let out what happened oh, because oh, how else are you going to grieve? That's really interesting that you said that. Or when you're, I don't know, fucking an adolescent who has mental health issues? Yeah. I don't know. These are all just steps for me. I mean, he's closer to Willow's age than he is hers. That makes he me really feel is. weird. That makes me feel like I'm like, Ugh. Right? <laughs> like, and the way he was talking about the kids, he was just like, oh, yeah, like I'm down with the kids and shit. And I was like, dude, no. Yeah, we know you went to high school. Right. Today. I was going to say, you guys listen to the same damn music. What the hell? <laughs> Your school was going through a budget crisis and you guys were all sharing the same history book. Like, obviously. You they guys really all had prom at the same time. Oh, yes. Um, I, I don't know. It was just, it was a very bizarre situation. And I thought, how interesting. I wish, I did like the way that they handled it, oddly enough. Because it's I bossy. just, seriously, I thought it was great. I wish more people in real life and people who are celebrities, I wish that they would attack the shit head on. Attack it. If Brad and Jennifer Aniston had sat down at a red table, a lot of us would have cut, cut, maybe cut Angelina some slack. But why don't we cut her any slack? Because no one ever told us what really happened. That okay? True. Now, we all just assume this bitch is a home wrecker. Now, Angelina could be, like, fresh annoyed over here. Like, that's not what happened. Can't we just clear the damn story up? But because nobody will ever talk about it, it directly, and we can say whatever we want, but it directly affected her fucking career. It directly affected her career, and it directly affected Jennifer Aniston's career. Jennifer Aniston literally cannot do a movie. She can't be seen out in a white bikini. She can't. She could literally be in the same town as Brad, all over the tabloids, they're back together again. Angelina's yeah. a home wrecker, and it's like if you guys had just addressed this shit, regardless if you believe it's our business or not. That's true. You guys could have, everyone could have saved their career You're because you know whose career didn't industry. get fucked up. Brad. Brad. You're in the entertainment <clears throat> industry. You're entertainers. You have to. You have to do this if you want a peaceful life. Nothing will give you more peace than the truth. Nothing. nothing. Nothing in this life. And that applies for fucking peasants. <laughs> uh, way up top. For people all, all the way at the top. Okay? The truth shall set you free. Right? So if Angela came in and said, listen, guys, I'm a bit of a whore. Right. Like, there's really nothing else to say after that. Because what can you say if someone gives you their truth? Jada was like, listen, Will. You know what I it was. I fucked that dude. I'm annoyed. He's like, well, not more annoyed than me. True. And, and she's like, okay, this like, nobody facts. has. These are facts. Facts. Nobody has anything else to say. 
Yeah, you give you pull someone up short if you fucking oh my god, pull up speculation. All the, the truth up behind them. So yeah, speculation no. will end your career. Speculation will kill. No. It will kill you deep inside because you're watching other people paint your narrative when you could just take the paintbrush and. I, I think the painful part too is we look up to Will and Jada so much, right? Because, I mean, I know I do. I feel yeah. like as Hollywood couples, I'm like, oh fuck, they're just soldiers. Like, thank you for giving us some light in this fucking darkness. But see, even now, this makes me look up to them even more. I completely agree. Like, everyone's got their memes and they're making fun of them, but I'm like, dude, I want to have a relationship with someone where, like, some shit can really go rough between us and, like, but we can, like, sit down and be like, yo, let's fix this and let's, like, make this Also, what I love about Will, he doubled down on the fact that he's like, I left you. Don't get it twisted out there in all of your fucking minds. Yeah. I left you. You went and fucked. I did too. Then we came back. Then we came back together on agreements. Like, I'm not side-blinded by right. that. I'm side-blinded by this. And annoyed. And I'm fresh annoyed. Because, you know, this fucking little punk bitch fucked my wife. I was annoyed. I got over it. And now fucking here I am. Three years later, having to do this shit again. Having to do this shit. Nobody likes to be Nobody. reminded of some shit they did. Exactly. That's why he's upset. I do like at the end though, when he said, "I told you the very first day that I met you that I could love you through anything," and I was like, "Okay, well, damn it, will." No. Setting the bar still higher for us. I was all he like, did. He, oh, goes, I did. "He goes, I told you that." And he goes, "You didn't believe me," and she goes, "No, I didn't." And now I'm seeing, obviously, throughout the years of us being together, that. That's you, true. you do. You really are loving me. He did after that say, "Don't do this again." <laughs> he did. <laughs> he said immediately. You, you see that I could do it, but don't do this again. And I was like, I mean, that's real. Well, um, <laughs> as we kind of wrap it up, I wanted to touch on one thing that we didn't do in the originally, and I love um, really fast back to your Instagram, which you'll plug at the end here. I love your Apollo lie. <laughs> Please. Can you just like go into that just for a few before we wrap this up? Because we are gonna take a break actually, and I'm gonna let you go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, not dismissing cool. her, um, but as I've told you, AP is really diving into different sectors in her life, uh, and tonight she's taking a dance class, a swing class. Yeah. Does not get... Me and my husband are doing a country swing class, which yeah. I I can't even if I had more time. And we'll address this. We are going to get We're gonna down have to fun this. With it. Because I feel like this was a fucking group on and you're like, this is us shit up. Let's put on those cowboy no, boots. This is and his let's... friends. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People can talk you in anything, bitch. Um, so, but please get into your Apollo lie because that is. You know, Apollo lie is just like when someone gives you a, well, they're going to say Karen's. When they get in trouble and they give you a fake ass apology, which you know you're li- they're lying because they really don't give a fuck. That's uh-huh. not. That's an Apollo lie. That is an Apollo lie. The lady like who's it. crying all over the internet right now because she pulled that gun on that black woman. <gasps> yes. And now she's crying and she says she feared for her safety, which, first of all, you had the gun. They did not. Right. <laughs> what safety did you fear for? And but now she's crying and apologizing. Ugh, that's I an really, Apollo lie. I really like the Apollo lie, too, when I was listening to one of the segments and I was thinking it was so funny because I feel like when you do things that are obviously racist... And then when you come back and apologize and be like, I'm not a racist. Right. I like that as the Apollo lie because, I mean, obviously, there I'm sure there's exceptions to everything, right? You could have said something, whatever. But, like, when you are caught on video and then you come back and apologize saying that you didn't mean any of those things, we all lose control. But that those particular rages are all the same. And I feel like it only comes from one way of thinking, which, like, I'm just going to say is 
racism. Oh, yeah, the right. KKK lady who was right. like, I'm down for the KKK. I'm going to teach my kids to hate black people. And then yeah. she was all like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Like, I would never say anything like that. And I was all like, that's a lie, though. You literally, you, did. you, you said it. You said it. <laughs> you were all, on the back of a truck. You know we see you, right? Like, right. And <laughs> when was the last time, platform. And when was, when was the last time somebody just randomly referenced the KKK? It doesn't come up in conversations a lot. I'm not just randomly referencing the KKK. That's very specific. Yes. That's very was, specific. That's like, very specific. We're not she even in the like, I didn't know the KKK. I thought I was talking about Krispy Kremes. Right. Basically <laughs> is what she said. I didn't know the history of the Confederate flag. And Bitch, I was all like, walk out of here. What? I was all like, nah. You're you're lying, but that's right. because you lost your job. Like that's you lost your job and you, and you lost and you your like livelihood. And, and she got like and apparently one. she got ran out of the city. She no longer lives in that town because of the, the yes. repercussions. Then I was all like, "Good, that's what you deserve." That's yes, what we need to go back to good old shunning. I told you guys this is like a year and a half ago, two years ago. I told you shunning is the way to always go. Well, Elijah, it was such a pleasure it to meet nice you, to meet and you I too. hope maybe we can do like a monthly thing. Oh my right? god, I just love that you use this whole government name. <laughs> That's what he wanted. Is that what you wanted? Elisha? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Eli. I thought we were keeping it crispy. No, he no, literally no. said in the beginning, Elisha. Oh. You had to confirm the sha. Oh. Alright, oh. you guys. I'm gonna sign off. Alright, love and you. And I'm going to update you all on this swing uh, dance. Swing dance. Normally, this is the first awful. time I've ever left in the time middle. I've ever left you. But <laughs> that's okay, because Eli and I have... I'm sorry. Elijah and I have some <laughs> items to talk about still, but yes, okay. it was lovely. Bye. Yeah, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this week's episode of the Hate Journals is being brought to you by Traveling Triggers. Traveling Triggers is a company founded by advanced nurse practitioner Beth Keen. Traveling Triggers specializes in offering a great alternative to pain relief, and the best part is you never have to leave your home. Trigger point injections are used to break up muscle spasms, pain, and tightness by using numbing medications and anti-inflammatories. The results are immediate and can last up to four weeks. Now, me, myself, Black Mamba, I personally get trigger point injections every three weeks in my shoulder, and it relieves severe muscle pain that I get. And the great part is she has to come to me. So it's amazing. It's private, and it really is convenient. If you contact Beth at 775-830-4941 or email her at Beth at TravelingTriggers.com, right now she will give you a free phone consultation. You can also visit her website at travelingtriggers.com to see her pricing options as well. And she's also there to answer any of your questions. Let this be a great alternative to your pain with Traveling Triggers. Now, let's start the show. All right, and we are back sans AP. It's just Elisha and I. Hi, guys. Um. Okay, so... We were also talking about because I just I just love I love getting into it I love just <laughs> laughing I just think it's so funny now I don't think this is particularly funny but I do think it's interesting so Megan The Stallion and Tory Lanez were yes. in the news recently yesterday yep uh, Tory Lanez got arrested after for gun possession for gun possession and, and apparently he had fired it once or twice into the air which whenever I hear someone doing that I always think of uh, pew, pew, pew. yeah 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 uh, what's, what's the his name guy from the, the yes yeah. <laughs> From Looney Tunes. I know yes. exactly who you're talking about. Um, yes. Fudge. Oh, shit. Something what, uh, Fudge. Yosemite Sam. Yes. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you like? Pow, pow, pow. I don't know. Um, but I'll never forget when I was like 14. I remember 
someone saying, and I'm sure it's an urban legend, but he was just like, he was like, oh, someone fired a gun into the air and the bullet went up and then it came back down and it like pierced somebody's skin. And then from that time on, I was like, why would anybody just randomly fire a bullet in the air and take the risk? Not I. No. Um, but apparently him and Megan Thee Stallion got into some sort of argument. I'm assuming she commenced to beating that ass. She does not look like the kind of person that would likes to keep her hands to herself. I mean, she tells you all the time in her music she will fight you. She really does tell you. I mean, she is really <laughs> painting a clear picture. Uh, it sounds like they got into some sort of altercation where it got taken outside of the car. Now, here's where a lot of my mind was blown. And I'm going to let you tell more of the story if you know it. But first of all, I didn't even know the two of them were together. Are they together? Why were they in the car together? I don't know. Megan hangs out with a lot of famous people. She does, but the baby. Why? She was hanging out with G Easy. Remember, he was like licking on her face in the bed oh, one night. So but she's weird. like, we're not together. He's just hanging out here. Which, by the way, is so embarrassing. No. Can you imagine just like licking Megan the Stallion's face? Then she's just yeah. like, I don't claim any of you. She was just like, mm, he just was over to pick up his Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found it strange because one, I would never think Tory Lanez of all people. I would never think that Megan the Stallion. I'm gonna say this and it's gonna suck. I would never think this because the police report came out and Tory Lanez is 5'3". Oh my god. And 120 pounds. What? Is that right? Do you I, think that's right? And I was all like... So when did he become a hobbit? I was like, that's rude. Why y'all gotta put his business up there? Why you do that man like that? And just the fact that they did 5'3"? Not only did they release the height, but they released the weight. I was like, well that's beneath you guys. He's 5'3 and 120? I was like, that was disrespectful. Y'all didn't need to do that to That's him. the height of Megan's and the weight. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. She clearly is going to knock you out. She's clearly just, that's physics. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I will say this, though. Prior to them going to this house party, they were hanging out with Kylie Jenner. So all I'm going to do is chuck this up to the Kardashian curse. Anytime black yes. people get involved with that family, yes. something goes wrong with them. This and y'all should have known better. You now look, known. you got to charge. Megan's foot is cut up, apparently, from glass at the bottom of the right. car. I'm like... Which obviously is going to cause some sort of nerve damage later. Um, yeah, something about Kylie Jenner. I don't like, can I just say, I, I got to say it. I don't like the fact that everyone tiptoes around it. This girl changed her whole face, which, fine, do whatever you want. Change your whole fucking face if you want. Face fucking be body. a shape shifter. If you want to be a fucking uh, Mr. Potato Head, do you, bitch. She's real life mystique. Yes. From the X-Men. She, <laughs> <laughs> she really is. I just don't understand how she is, why any, I, okay. I, why am I going to buy your lip gloss? Why am I going to buy your concealer? Why am I going to buy all these things that you're saying improves your look when that is not what legitimately happens? When Dr. Happens? Miami is the one that improved your look? That's looks? all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Do his commercials, bitch. Do his fucking, do an infomercial on fucking Saturday nights. That I'd watch. We all know that your lip plumper is not really how you got your lips plumped. That's it. We know, But we know that. You've, You've said it without saying it, and then sometimes you've said it. The, that hourglass shape, those thighs, those thick-ass thunders, like, I know because I come from the same fucking stallion, okay? I'm out there, I'm in the fucking corral, I'm just stomping down my fucking, my, my thunderous leg. Like, that comes from years and years and years and years of lots of just <laughs> discrimination of black people. Black <laughs> women's thighs have been just, like, groomed over time. Just, we build it up so we just when we have to kick at a moment's notice, we mean it. We're going to do it with intention. But, like, Kylie Jenner's body was never like that, right? You can go on, I can clearly go on to a magazine. I can Google her at 17, and then I can Google her at 18. And she has hips and waist and a fat ass and lips and small. It's like, girl, you never 
even kind of looked like that. Oh yeah, it's that. It's that. Uh, what's her, what's her mama's name? Chris. Oh yeah. It's her transformation chamber that she keeps in the main house. <laughs> like, they all go through it except for Rob. He never got a chance. Except for Rob and what's uh uh the older Kendall? sister, the, oh. the older one. Uh, Courtney. Sure. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Rob, and uh the Kendall. And Kendall, only reason I'm I only believe that she's never gone through the the wishing well here is because one she wanted to be a model, and she's built like one, and she's built like one, and two you can't be like walking out looking all wild. I think if she could, she would, but she knows for her industry. But can you imagine how amazing that must be? You just like look at your mom and you're like I want to be a model, like runway, and then like boom. specific. And then it just happens. That's a wild way to live. And so when you have people like Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, who are like were regular people who became famous, you cannot, you have to, I say, listen, you have to fuck in your level, you have to date in your level, and you have to hang out with people in your level. You can't be hanging out with people who literally, that girl has never known what it's like to, when she's like, I work hard, I'm up late. I'm like, bitch, because no, you're not. No, you're not. I don't believe anything that comes out of the Kardashian camp. Like, I just think it's all lies. They stole Kanye from us. As far as I'm concerned, like, I'm like, <laughs> like they, uh, nothing they say. I don't believe nothing. anything in them. Nothing. And it, so the other day, I was uh, upstairs, and I was sleeping Friday. And I was just, like, really tired from the week. And I walked upstairs just to get a glass of water. My husband's losing his shit. And he's he's on the couch, and he's like, this is motherfucking shit. It's bullshit. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, fucking just this bullshit. Kanye's running for fucking president. Oh, and I was like, why do you even get into it? I was like, Kanye West is mentally ill. He is. He is mentally ill. I think he's a bona fide narcissist. Oh, I think there are so many problems with that man. He needs a, I'm not joking, like a full-time trained group of people, psychiatrists, mental health advisors to help him. And I think when he wants to be, when he wants to really get his artistic side flying, he's the kind of motherfucker that just stops taking his meds. He's just like, let's just leave this dilantin over here. Let's not take any of this Lexapro. I'm just going to drink some water and do some kumbaya bullshit. And that's all fine for two days. But then back on your shit. And then after 14 days, he's like, um, mic check, mic check, running for president. And you're like, what are you talking about, you insane fucking person? I told my husband, he goes, my husband was just like losing his shit. And he was just like, no, he always going to do it. So he could take the foot. I was like, Bill, stop. He is not going to follow any of this through. No. No, he's he's destroying the chances of us getting a Democratic president. But you know, <sighs> I mean, you saw Chance the Rapper jump in and was all like, I'm going to vote for Kanye. And I was all like, I'm sorry, what? Chance, I will light your house on fire. I was all like, you know, I never really listened to your music because it wasn't for me. But no, I'm really not. But I used to stream it when you came out with stuff because I thought you were a good person and, you know, made sensible choices. So I would like sh- stream it, put it on mute, and right. walk away. Right. And yet here we are. I don't understand. You and the Terry Crews and all of them. I, I don't understand why no one... Some of the shit, like, especially coming from the Kardashians, I'm like, you guys, stop putting energy into it. Like, when he announces that shit, the, I wish the news and everyone would just blip right past it. Because it's not even worth mentioning. Oh, that would drive him crazy, too. And I That's what I'm saying. It. it would drive him nuts. It would deflate him immediately. It's like ignoring a child when they're, like, having a fit on the ground. That's essentially what is happening. I think North has a better control of her emotions than her father. North is not here for it. Yeah. And I'm I- sure she's probably on the iPad in the group chat, like... 
I don't know. Can somebody come and get my daddy? Because I just... And you know she's rolling her eyes. I can't take him. You know she's rolling her eyes. You know she's fresh and annoyed. And she's like, I don't understand, Dad, why you keep embarrassing us. I have to go to school with these people. Okay? Why are you wearing that fucking hat? And why are you telling these people you're running for president? Sir, you're not running for shit. He's got a damn con- Confederate flag on his jacket. It, And it's funny because <laughs> he's trying to be ironic. He's trying to be controversial but it just do you ever do you ever have somebody try to do that shit you're just like you are so stupid like what are you doing you look so fucking dumb out in these shoes when he said well slaves could have just saved themselves everyone could have just decided they didn't want to be slaves anymore yeah they did kanye a lot of them jumped off the fucking boat on the way here man like i was like, like what are you talking about do you think that people were just like chilling out in the fucking fields picking like no they were trying to plan their escape every minute of every second of every Dude, that's day that's all they thought about was freedom and you got the nerve to spit in their face god damn everything that you got is like because of all that they went through that's I, it god you know, Kanye, and I know we say this all the time, this he lost his shit Ill. when his mama died. And yes. just, it's just never been the same. Yes. And it probably makes him feel some kind of way because he sent her to that doctor and he paid for it. And I'm sure he's got some mm-hmm. guilt he needs to deal with. But at this point in time, I would just like to offer Kanye up in the race trade and give us <laughs> Pink. I'll take Pink. Or JoJo, the, the R&B singer. Let's take her. <laughs> Anybody else? Hell, take him. We'll throw Stacey Dash in for. Yes, it's almost like you know dodgeball. Like we'll we'll give you guys Kanye, but we're gonna need some like. But I feel like for Kanye, we need like a cut. Like give me a couple. Let, you guys keep Madonna. We don't want her trash. Can we, we have? Thank you. I don't even, like who do we want? John B. Give me JoJo, John B. And Pink. Yes. I'll take the three yes. of those, and y'all can take Kanye. Because you know what Pink's been doing? She's been spinning around. Damn silks, minding her own fucking pink business. Raising okay? her damn kids and being like, I'm just rich and I'm just gonna sit here and be quiet. That's it. Just be fucking so quiet. I, so I don't understand why so many of these celebrities feel like they need to say so much. Like even when the whole COVID thing started, I was like, why do we care? You have millions of dollars. Quit telling us you're bored, bitch. We're you at home. We're at home together. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I live in an apartment. You live in a mansion right. with a pool. Right. <laughs> you can do laps, bitch. Like, you got a hot tub. When y'all get on chef. each other's nerves, you have wings of your house. Y'all could go. You don't got to see nobody. Right. I was like, we got to keep walking past each other. Now we getting frustrated because we don't want to look at you. Like, right. Like, why you breathe so heavy? Yeah. I'm why like, you breathe so hard? This is not us together. Shut no. Up. <laughs> you are white. Like, it's so... It's, but it goes back to show you that people are, when you get to that level, you're so detached. And I always tell people, like, why, don't get all worked up about what these celebrities are do, celebs are doing. We need to concentrate on, like, right now, what we're into, what we're doing in our community, in our lives. Just bear down on what we got. That's all we can do. You, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I, get, I watch the Karen videos. I get into a fucking roller coaster. And then before I know it, it's 2 in the morning. And I'm just like, we got to find this bitch. Where does she work? Like, I get it. But there's sometimes when you have to just... Just, like take a step back and that's why I like doing shit like this because it is fun to just talk shit about people who are celebrities oh, yeah. because you know that they just got too drunk we've all been there when you've been out with your girl with your friends your guy friends your girlfriends and you guys got too lit and you told someone you were like hey you're too drunk please don't smoke weed remember that la- remember that one time <laughs> when we were in Cabo and you got crossfaded and remember you was acting a fool you took your top off and you and then you the next day when we were flying home you said but we're never gonna see those people again and I was like but let's never do that again that wasn't fun for me i'm telling you as my friend i feel like that's what happened with dory lanes and megan Stallion, and i feel like he was trying to pop off fucking pop 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 and she was like dude chill 
Like, fucking chill. You're fucking blowing the spot up. And he was losing his mind because there's no way. I refuse to believe that Megan V. Stallion is fucking Tory Lanez. I refuse to believe it. No, I think they were just kicking it. I think they were, I think I think they they were, were just, just kicking, kicking it. it. I don't see that happening. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I can't trust nothing no more. He's five foot three, 120 pounds. If he had two frescas, uh, long I... bong grip, and maybe, uh, I don't know, a Zima, I mean, he's probably out of control. I just can't believe they posted that shit online. Like, come on, y'all. That that was rude. You didn't need to do that to that man. I thought it was hilarious. It. At, I had a hearty cackle, but I was upset that I was like, I was like, I mean, I'm upset for you. Because... Oh, because, well, that's the thing. It's like anyone who's ever seen Tory Lanez live, which, no thanks. Uh, it's like, well, of course you do how fucking short he was, but, like, you just never think about it. But do you really, though? Because I didn't know T.I. was as short as he is. T.I. is very short. He's another one I wish would shut the fuck up. Shut. No one. Stop using Scrabble words. We got it. But that's all he did when he was locked up was read the dictionary, and now he thinks he's got a whole bunch of... You know, he likes to pick synonyms when he's writing his speeches oh. so that he can sound smart. <laughs> and his very first, his favorite word is expeditiously. Oh, <laughs> he will throw an expeditious out before you know what you can do. And here's my thing with T.I. I feel like when he got out of control is when he saved that guy from jumping off the fucking bridge. When oh, he talked yeah. to Suicide Jumper, oh, that's when he got cocky, bitch. He was like, I'm a man of the people. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you saved one motherfucker who asked for you randomly. By the way, if you start making demands when you're jumping off a bridge, bitch, you ain't jumping. Yeah. I have n- I've never seen one suicidal person that's been close to jumping and be like, if you don't get John Mayer on the phone right now, Right now, I'm jumping. No one has ever said that. T.I. swears he's a man of the people, but the problem with him is just, I'm just all like... The people don't want him. Yeah, T.I., I don't want your knowledge on this. And also, a man of the people, I mean, brother, you make stupid choices continuously. Like, I don't know. You can't be for the people and then be against, like, your own women. Like, Which is insane. The way you cheat your wife and then that whole situation with your daughter, that whole virginity check thing. That is so bizarre. I was By all like, way. yikes, that sounds, when you said that, did you not immediately think, yo, not okay? No. I'm saying it out loud, and then my head is no. coming back to me, and I'm like, ugh, that's kind of weird. Nope, he didn't think that. He thought this is super normal. A lot of men feel this way. No. And I'm telling you, my husband has never once been like, gotta check this one, Simon. Like, what are we even talking about? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I've told Keek. I'm like, I don't need to know. You just won't be doing it in this house. Like, I know you're yeah. going to do it, but I don't need to know. Yeah, don't ever bring a child in. Like, don't ever bring another young person into my, because I will have to kill him. Oh. I was all like, uh, you know, immediately, like, expeditiously, Ex- you might say, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I would never like, but no, I don't want to take you to the doctor and be like, can you make sure it's still intact? Um, I'd rather not. You and your mama go to the doctor. And that's, but I'm that. just like, as a woman though, like that's never happened to me. My mother was never like, gotta check that hymen. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking so stupid? And I hate it because I'm like, you make us sound so fucking dumb. You're so, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. Like, that's the thing. It doesn't matter what hood he's from. It doesn't matter what city he's from. No one is talking like this. No one is checking hymens. He made it Leave. sound like it was a normal thing. And I was all like, look, all the black men that I know, I, that's not a thing. At all. Across our board. I don't remember any of my uncles or them doing that with the kids. At Oh, you. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. That sounds what it like. That sounds weird. Like those promise rings that little girls give their daddies. Oh, I don't like that. Those also make me feel weird. I'm just all like, she's not a 
She's not, not a horse, wife. right? She's like not a you horse. don't. You're not gonna sell her out from the corral to the later. best stallion that you could right. find out there. <laughs> it's so bizarre, and it's like, why don't you stop talking shit about your daughter's hymen and talk more about how to be a better fucking husband? Why don't you read a fucking book while we're at it? I mean, I don't understand how many times are you gonna embarrass this woman in public. As many times as she's going to let him. That's it. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, when she was getting those eyes, uh, the eye color change, she should have really taken a good look, a swift look at her man before she got that eye color change, because you could have saved yourself a lot of money. I don't know how much those eyes cost, but you could have saved yourself that money. Look, all I'm saying is you took charges for T.I. As far as I'm concerned, he owns you ev- He owes you everything in that bank account. So Let you divorce him again. and take it. All of it. Take it. Hell, you had, May- you had Mayweather won you. Go with him. He's got way more money okay. anyway. And he was talking. Oh, he was ready to fucking knock motherfucker out. I- that was the... <laughs> I'm sorry. The video of T.I. trying to fight Mayweather, I was all like, this is the stop. stupidest thing in the world, bro, because you already know he will hurt you. He's a professional fighter. This you is won't what even he touch him, money. and he will just hurt you, and it'll He'll be let you get, like, maybe one swing in, just so you don't look like a real fucking piece of shit. But that's like me being like, mm, fucking Conor McGregor, I'll go any round with my one. What? No, you won't. What are you talking about? That man will literally leave you brain dead. That's like how when P. Diddy... P. Diddy, God, I'm old. It's like when Diddy slapped Drake in the face. You should have known. And Drake didn't do anything, and I was all like, I mean, what sh- what are you going to do? To, what are you going to do? To Puff Daddy. To Puff Daddy. Remember, <laughs> remember when he was Puff Puffy Daddy, Puff and then Daddy. Puffy, and then Diddy. Diddy. Diddy's another one, though, that I just can't get a finger on, but he has stepped up and been a seemingly good father to his daughters after their mother passed away. I mean, he needs to do something because all he does is sign people and take all their damn royalty money and leave them broke. All of them. Ain't nan person come out of bad boy with any money. Like <laughs> no one. No one. That's why he's so rich. I'm That's like, it. He keeps all the money for himself. He bankrupts everyone. I was all like, what the hell? Which like you really have to like as I'm getting older. I don't know about you, but as I'm getting older, I'm really starting to like double down because I'm just like some of this shit just not cool with me. I'm not gonna keep fucking supporting your music. I'm not gonna listen to your bullshit. I'm just not doing it. Like you, if you're a piece of shit in real life, then you go be a piece of shit, and I'm never gonna listen to your shit because if I don't start taking stands and being like this shit is wrong, you can't talk about your daughter's. Like, that shit's wild. I don't want you saying faggot on air. Like, why are you doing all that bullshit? Like, that shit didn't make the song any better or any worse. Like, it's just bullshit. Why are you talking about women? There is a song, and I said it on uh, the podcast a while ago. I don't, you have to have heard the song, and it is so wild. And it's all, basically, he's just saying, if you leave, I'm going to fuck you up. So if you what? leave, I will end you. Okay, wait, I'm going to find it. He's like, if you leave, I will end you. I will end your life. Wait, I'm going to get the lyrics because I don't want to. I just think it is every time I hear the song, it enrages me how no one has brought this song up at all. Nobody has brought this song up. Nobody has once been like, this is the most fucked up song. And it was number one for like, I don't even know, like two God, weeks, know three is. weeks. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to find it. Is this it? Yes. Okay, so this is how it starts. I can't play it too long, else we get sued. I was sued. gonna say. <laughs> Have you heard this? No. It's Juicy World and Trippy Red. Oh, it's Juice World. Or Juice World, yeah. Isn't he dead? I don't think so. Is he? I think he died. When did he die? Uh, back when Nicki Minaj got the Billboard Award. How did he the die? Billboard Mutant. I don't. I think it was an. Mm, I think it was an overdose. Don't quote me. Okay, wait, let me look it up. Juice, and it was lean, Percocet. Ju- 
Juice World. And I don't give a shit if you don't dig it. I'm, I don't give a shit. He wrote in off. Oh, he died December 2019. Yeah. How did he die? Overdose, right? Did he overdose? Or did he? That, oh, yeah. Maybe it was an overdose. Listen, whatever the case is, why he's still doing songs from the dead is making me extremely angry. Look, not everybody can be Tupac, y'all. <laughs> I, it truly, it makes me, okay, so here is, okay, wait, I'm going to look at the death. So, yeah, he was carrying drugs, blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes, he died of too much oxycodone and codeine in his system. Okay, so here's how the words go. Um... Tell me you wait. So tell me you love me. Tell me it'll be okay. Tell me you love me. Tell me everything's going to be okay. Heart on my sleeve. Uh, wait, let's get to the real good part here. Hold on. Uh, and when I heard this song, I remember it was at late at night. And I was, sh- when I tell you shooketh. Hold on, because I really got to get to this. So he basically says, tell me you love me. Tell me everything is going to be okay. If you leave me, I'll take your life away like you were nothing. You you, you have got, and I mean, you have got. He goes, uh, don't run from me. You can't have it any other way. It's me or no one. If you leave, I'll take your life away like you were no one, like you were no one. So tell me that you love me. Tell me that you love me. Tell me it's all going to be okay. If you leave me, I will always take your life away. Know that. I'm like. That's not love. That's called a hostage situation. (laughs) You're a, you're her killer. You're like, and that just obviously. No, I'm her owner. Yeah. (laughs) You sound like a slave owner is what you sound like. You sound very Tom Thomas Jefferson. It's so wild, right? Like to come out with a song like that about a woman and to say like, you're never allowed to go anywhere. Like it doesn't matter if we break up, bitch. Like you're always mine. That's that if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. That is insane. And it's insane to me that a group of people sat in a recording studio, made the song, then went to the company, and the company was like, we got another hit. And I'm like, how is this a hit? Because that's that ignorant-ass fucking misogynistic love bullshit. Where they're just, and I'm just like, what? That doesn't even sound okay. And not even remotely does it like, sound okay. Like, not even a little bit. Like, if you leave me, I'll kill you. I'm sorry, what? That's that is the whole... I, on the way home, I want you to hear this song only. I'm not trying to give this motherfucker any more likes, but at this point in the world, it doesn't really matter. Um, but truly, like, if if I had a daughter or a son and I was a man and I had put out an album, I would a song like, I'd be embarrassed. No, because it's never going to happen to their kids. That's the thing. Gotcha. Their kids are more important. Right, right. So, like, T.I. can call all the women in the world hoes and bitches and gotcha. do whatever you want to them, but you're never going to do this to my kids because they're supposed to be important. Gotcha. Why are they any more important than the rest? You realize that the only reason you have any money is because the people like us buy your shit, right? That's Thank like when you. Chris Brown called all his fans broke. I was all like, my nigga, you do realize that you're the only rich because your fans bought your trash-ass That's music. It. And I haven't listened to Chris Brown since the Rihanna situation, and I never will again because yeah, as far as I'm concerned, he's a womanizer. But, I mean... I guess they wanted. I, I I guess no one gives a damn. I mean, as much as it broke my heart, I stopped listening to Nicki Minaj. Oh, because I can't get with the whole Takashi Six Nine thing because he's a Thank pedophile. You. And her brother, her brother's a pedophile. <laughs> and that whole situation too. As soon as I found out, that, I was all like, "Look, I'm done." If my brother gets arrested because he rapes a anyone, bye, motherfucker. We never talk. I'm again. not paying your legal bills. I'm sorry. 
Nope. I wish you the best of luck while you're locked up. I might put a little money on your commissary so you can buy some ramen noodles, but that's about it. You won't be seeing, I won't be writing you any Thanksgiving Day cards, honey. You won't be getting any Christmas cards. Because to, to stand by and say, by listening to it and participating in it, it's just the same as saying it's okay. It feels it gives them the money to continue to do the things. That's why, like, that's why the biggest, like, you know, we argue back and forth about the R. Kelly thing with people who are like, right? Well, uh, his you got to separate the artist from the artistry, and I'm just like, no. or, or the artist from the person. I'm like, no, because me funding the artist allows the artist to be a shitty person. Like, that's it. Nicki Minaj knowingly made two songs with Takashi Six Nine, knowingly. Knowing that with this that horrible man... lace front wig on, horrible. Why? Did you see the video of him though with Akon though? That wig was late. Wig it was, was laid. Laid. And very I was all, professionally. I was like, who did this one? Right. I was like, oh my god, look at this. The artist. And you know he better. liked it because he kept stroking it like yeah. this, and I was all yeah. like, oh okay. Yeah, he was like, this is my jam. I was but like, he's a piece of shit. I don't even give a shit about the whole snitch thing. That that shit's weird to me. Yeah, I was done like, with the whatever. Guy. Well, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm too old to be listening to the Kashi Six Nine anyway. Thank you. So I was never listening to any of that because it's really bad music. It's horrible music. But then when I found out that he raped some girl and put it on T or put it online, I was like, oh, it's a no for me. Yeah. Well, this is why we have Kanye, <laughs> right? Because here's what happens: they they draw they we have a line, they come up to the line, we start to fret a little, they go over the line, and we don't go anywhere. So then the line gets moved again. Yeah. And then the line gets moved again. And now we have Kanye, who's out of his fucking mind, off his fucking fucking meds, on fucking being like, I'm running for president. And Kim, meanwhile, is like, I'm trying to set black people free. And I'm just like, I can't deal with this. This is too much. You guys what are too What a weird much. fucking paradigm uh-huh. that uh-huh. was. I was all the like. The person who is of color, who you think would be out there championing to save people of color, is like almost like grew up doing poor in work. Chicago. Right. I'm like, with just his mama. I was like, this should be what you doing. This busy bitch kind of gets it, I think. I don't know. I think. And it hurts me because I'm just all like, damn. You gonna make me defend Kim Kardashian, right. Kanye? I hate you even Damn more it. now. Damn it! Because I don't like her either. But, but at least she's doing right. something. She's got a very nice professional suit on. Right. She seems like she's making some sort of sense. She says she's getting ready to be a lawyer. I don't know if I'd hire her, but you know. I don't know if I was ever on death row. That's the bitch. I Shit! If up. that was my last choice, I might be like, yo, what? Call, call Kim that Kardashian. Bitch up. You know, call one of them. See if you can get Chloe. Get give me somebody. Yeah, Chloe. Get, get Chris in here. Anybody? I'll take anybody at this fucking point. Shit, someone. Get one of the babies. Get, get get Chicago in here. Let's get some shit popping off. I know he's just learning syllables and shit, but he's got to be better than the motherfucker that Bring I got. Someone. Seriously, it's. I really do feel like, and as I get older, I'm just like, I can't support that bullshit. Like, you can't be putting your hands on women, talking shit about. Killing chicks, killing women, they can't leave you. We are not, we are our own beings, our own person. And I love that Jada did say that in her, when she was talking to Will. She was like, first of all, he didn't need to get permission from Will because this is my body. I do whatever the fuck I want with my body. No one's giving permission for anything other than me. And again, I love that because it's like, let's get out of that mentality, right? A man doesn't just get to say, like, this is your, I'm sure with your woman, you know, I'm sure she's very independent. I'm sure she does her own thing. There's no way that you're, I can't picture her just being like, I'm gonna, this is cool with me. So it's like, I don't understand how in some ways our world is so progressive and then when it comes to like music and artistry it's like we're so behind the times and it's like you guys what are we doing i mean because i don't think they i think that they think, they think that they're above everything else i mean no one's ever challenged them and when you do like the response is visceral cuz yeah. then you really see what the populace looks like because the way that people the TI situation was so crazy to me, but was what was even more crazy were the amount of men that were jumping into his damn yes. mentions to defend him. And I was all like, this is the hill you want to die on? Yeah. 
This one, that is yeah. crazy to me. Well, let's talk about dying on a hill, Terry Crews. What the fuck is he oh, doing? Oh, he ruined the chances of me ever seeing White Chicks 2. Because what you will can't. White Chicks 2 be without Terry Crews? And I'm not going to watch it if Terry Crews is in it. So now I'm just... You can't. Like, There's, like I don't understand. And it's you know what I find so interesting been rich is that too damn long. his wife is very publicly does not support the shit he's saying. And I don't know how it is in your household with your woman, but at least with my husband and I, like, if you are saying some wild shit at home, which never happens, but let's just say my husband had some wild-ass point of view, I'd be like, motherfucker, this stays in the house, okay? There are conversations you have in the house. What's so crazy to me, though, is that Terry Crews literally went through that whole situation with him being sexually assaulted and then, like, instantly forgot all about that and just backtracked on everything. He turned... You know, Terry Crews is becoming like a real-life Uncle Ruckus, and <laughs> it hurts my soul because I used to really, really, really rock with him, but it, now I'm just watching him do all this, and I'm like, that's the reason Chance the Rapper took back his thing about Kanye, because Terry Crews jumped on and agreed with him, and then Chance was all like, wait no, a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I already know. If yep. you agree with me, I'm doing something wrong. I'm racing down this hill yep. in the opposite direction. Yep. Like, man, that broke my heart about Terry Crews. But you know, you can only be rich for so long before you start to forget what the fuck it's like to really be out there. Well, and I think that a lot of time people of color who become very wealthy, and I remember when, and I'll never forget, uh, when Beyonce, pretty early on when her and Jay-Z were, right after they got married, and I'll never forget seeing a picture of her and, um, what's his name, Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. And they were all vacationing, and they were on a yacht, and it was black and white, and her and, like, Gwyneth were, like, spread out, and then everyone was just, like, having this chill time. And I remember thinking, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, girl. Please don't become so wealthy that you forget the actual color of your skin, because you know who doesn't forget the color of your skin? All those motherfuckers out there. Everybody. Everybody else who is against you, or anyone else who feels wild about people of color. So you, and that's what I feel like is happening like even with terry cruz i feel like he has been around caucasian and the caucasity for so long and as dark and the as money, he is i'm like i know you is. know better i know you know better but i think that he has been around that influence for so long he thinks he can say but when he didn't back up gabrielle union after she backed his ass up i knew i knew i stopped watching amy and i still have it and i love america's got talent oh that's what he was yeah. on i was like i haven't seen anything no nope, i'm cruz. done i've stopped watching it i don't care i should have known better when that shit went down with nick cannon on the show yeah. because he was he was very vocal but he again he handled it very professionally he wasn't really talking shit but he like he said I don't stand by this shit I don't care I'm not gonna do it I'll go and do another show which he did and it's very successful I should have known then but I didn't pick up enough of the key kind of shit that was going on in between but when Terry Crews came out and started I was just like shut the f- who asked you Terry no one gives a shit why are you on CNN why are you acting like a correspondent no one gives a shit what the fuck you gotta say because he's on the side of the white folks and they need you know Stacey Dash is gone they always need to have one black person that they can be like hey look this nigger this he agrees with us so we must be right and I'm like no what Ooh. was Stacey, Stacey Dash doing? I don't know. You, but you notice that the minute that she started turning on her people, her skin started to go to hell. It and that's really what did. happened. It so really don't be surprised did. if Terry Crews started looking a little bit busted. Re- <laughs> because the ancestors come back and swiftly pull back all of the blessings that yes, they have bestowed they upon yes, you. Yes, they do. Because we have beautiful black skin. But I'm telling you what, you start acting up. 
If you've ever been like, where is these, where is hazard of my skin? Bitch, you acting up. You ain't acting right in these streets. Ra- you saw Raven was going through it, and then she really got her shit together, got and her, her, shit skin, together. her skin started to clear up. Yes, because remember about, what, seven years ago, six, seven years ago? She was fresh losing her mind. She was on The View Too Fucking Long, and she forgot who the fuck I'm she was. I'm from all seven content, or all seven, what did she say? I'm from all seven countries. She said something, but it was inclined wrong because you're like, that's not what you meant. And Oprah even tried to give her another out and she messed it up again. And I was like, yeah, Raven, I don't know what you're going through. Oh, Watermelon Andrea, that too. Yes. I would never hire uh, someone like that. And I was like, but isn't your name spelled Raven with a hyphen? Like, <laughs> girl, what are you? Here's the thing. I don't understand why people feel this need when they're wealthy and when they're in the limelight to talk about other people's shit. Just like mind your own fucking business. Shut the fuck up. You know what we want you to do? We want you to get on fucking uh, your show that you that comes on every fucking Tuesday. And then in the off season, we want you to go to fucking Belize and hang out and with your fucking rich friends, drink my ties and fucking keep it cool. Keep it cool keep it light but the problem is now everyone's got a fucking opinion and i blame kanye because if he had just shot the fuck up from the fucking beginning we wouldn't have i swear to god half these motherfuckers would be quiet but because he's so emboldened but that's again you must know the difference between being mentally ill and just being wild like do i think that that kanye west is wild obviously but do i think he is severely mentally ill oh yeah and his mother's passing which most men who are mentally ill, you're going to see the peak of it in their 30s. Now, obviously, there's a lot of guilt behind that shit, right? A lot was going on at that point. But, like, I think that he has made people go, but I've never gone as far as Kanye, so I can say whatever I want up into a putting on a Make America Great Again hat or saying that slaves could have freed themselves. But, hell, or, some of them are getting close. Terry Crews is right there. He is. Honey, he is towing that line. As soon as he starts hanging out with the Kardashians, that's when I know it's him. It's going to go. Every black person they get their hands on, they do some, something horrible happens to them. It's because they live in such an isolated world that I really believe that when they're all together, can you imagine someone doing everything for you like an infant? Everything. You're hungry. You need your shopping. You want the lights yeah. turned on. You want your kids taken care of you want your shower started you want your car brought around you want your car clean they don't even have to ask this shit they wrote a contract and said bitch this shit needs to be done and let that shit not happen bitch watch shit pop off like did you ever there's an episode that i was watching with uh chloe and her mom had talked to her and she was like no but it's for real though like this is wild you cannot be like cleaning the walls like you have a home live in your home and she was so neurotic she was scrubbing the floors and if someone would touch the the wall as they walked by she'd have to go right and i was like yeah because that comes from a bitch who has got nothing else to do do. (laughs) i've never come home and my house has been perfect every day for the entire rest of my life can you imagine that can you imagine never tripping over shoes that i complain from the time i get in the house until i go to who the fuck's shoes are these why can't you guys clean up after yourselves because their house isn't lived in it's a set that's it (laughs) it's a set so when you live in such an awkward weird world like we you and i can't imagine that because we just never have so if you're if you're like new rich i come to get my ass whooped for the house okay (laughs) you know as soon as you heard that garage you started oh shit oh shit i took the chicken out the freezer because i forgot when she told me oh my Yes. Everyone knows, right? But when you go from living like that to making it big, really fighting for your shit, and a lot of these people really have, and they've done these great feats, and they've done put out great music or great um, movie careers, whatever it is. Imagine going to that and then meeting the Kardashians, which let's just... Right? They came for money from the very beginning. They've never yes. wanted for anything. Yes. And the poorest they've ever been is when their dad divorced their mother. That's it, right? Yes. They've got so she m- more money. An Olympian. That's it. Right? Well, you have people <laughs> arguing about, on t- uh, you have them arguing about being billionaires, okay? 
That's what they do in their free time. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you can't take someone like Terry Crews, who, like, grew up from nothing and then made something of himself, whatever, I'm doing it in quotes, and then you put him in a scene where you have people like the Kardashians, they start to skew your view. You forget, even though you're like, that's your story that you tell everyone, you're like, I made it big, I used to come from the streets, too. But you're so far removed from that, you don't even see the fucking shit you're talking. It doesn't even make sense, brother. Nothing's making, what the fuck are you talking about? I think part of them, I, I think they're so afraid that someone's gonna take what they have away from them, and they're gonna have to go back to being poor. I think that's I, I I think that's why like when black people make it, I think they get so afraid of that. And I'm just like, first of all, you have money in excess, but second of all, like, no one's going to take it away from you. Only you can squander your you, own riches. Now, if you Rick James yourself, then you Rick James yourself. But that's your fault. Like you, right? You know? And that depends on what what you're messing around with. Like you know, you got to stop drinking lean and doing coke like, and why are there so many chains like i don't understand and like, all these percocet i you know make better choices you don't need you you don't need 12 cars you you don't you do no not need 12 that's cars fucking the most insane thing i've ever heard one car you know a month 12 cars a retiree a retiree who like works on cars for fun like that like be a jay leno okay get a garage but like no one but here's the thing no one gives a fuck i don't care i can't relate to your maserati i can't relate to your fucking two hundred and fifty thousand dollar custom fucking car you because damn right have you ever bought something brand new like expensive brand new i remember when i got engaged my husband you know bought me my wedding or my engagement ring it's a beautiful ring you did a great job it was beautiful, but I would get such anxiety mm-hmm. because I had never had that much money on my fucking hand before. I have never had that much money on this body before. So it would ca- it would almost give me anxiety, like to the point where I would like I would hit it up against the wall and then instantly I would just I would be going through it and looking, looking at, at it. The and, stones and everything. Yeah, because I had never. It's not that like I'm we're like these billy. We're not by any means are we like fucking just popping bottles. But I'm just saying like it was the most money that I had ever had on spent on me at one time that's because we live in a world where we have to actively calculate correct the money we're bringing in and how we're spending it correct. versus them who are just they just spend they just spend and we're like we d- look i look i've never been in a maserati let alone fucking purchase one okay trust me like i work in the non-profit sector so you know damn sure i will never oh, be you rich ever, you, uh-uh. i and not even only that i work in like the social justice part oh, of the yeah, non-profit so you really, sector you ain't even buying a used maserati. yeah i'm ne- and never not, not never a pre-owned maserati not even it could be the the first the oldest one out there the oldest you, the first one the first not bitch. never because i'm out here i'm just all like i mean i be trying to help kids get through college and shit get to high school ain't nobody paying me for that because no one fucking cares no one fucking cares i could I don't know. I could work in the private sector and I'd be rich, but then what the fuck is that going to do? Nothing. Besides make other people poor. And that's what I, like, uh, when they came out with this article and they were talking about Jeff Bezos and they were saying, you know, oh, he's, he's worth a, trillion. a billionaire, trillionaire. Yeah. And they said, you know, he could give every person in the United States of America today $100,000 and still be just sitting fine. And I thought to myself, but why won't you? I'm serious. We do all this back and forth. We go online. We do all this shit. We post but like, but, but, but why? That means that there are people out there who are struggling, who are homeless, who are dealing with addiction issues, mental health issues, people who are just trying to make an honest buck. Maybe they're teachers. Maybe they're, they work for the state. Maybe they're just like trying to make ends meet. You could give them a hundred. If someone told me today, okay, Black Mamba, you are a trillionaire. 
what would be the first thing you'd want to do? I'd be like, well, how much, like, what kind of budget we work with? And they were like, bet, $100,000 every person be sitting pretty. You wouldn't even notice the fucking money gone. Because he be wouldn't. Like, and he checks. would remake it that day. Not to mention, let me tell you something. This is where, this is where celebs get it fucked up for me. If I could flex on the president, I would flex on the president. Oh, you're writing $1,200 checks? Well, bitch, I'm writing $100,000 checks. Do you know how quickly I would do that? Quick. The, the ink would be so f- runny and shit. What are and it would probably about? get there quicker than the fuck. Because, look, let me tell you, that stimulus check, I wasn't even sure I was getting one. Because I got mine a month ago. Oh, I think we just. And I was yes. like, I forgot about the damn check coming. I and then it we came, weren't getting one. And it came in the mail, and I was all like, oh, oh. look at this. Yeah. That's nice. And I was all like, what the fuck? Like, I would so quickly, if I had the money to, I would easily do that because what the hell are you going to do with that much money? What, what? are you going to do that? You can buy everything you want in the world and then still be plenty fucking rich. And you're not even young. See, it'd be different if you were a trillionaire and you were 18 and you had your whole life ahead of you. Motherfucker, you are old. The only reason we can't see that gray is because you keep cutting it off with you and your little weird fucking wife. So all I'm fucking saying is, is you can make a real fucking impact. You could change the face of the world. You could literally change our country. If you said $100,000 and it's a gift, so you don't have to pay taxes, pay taxes on, it, on it. And it's a fucking gift. Boom, bitch. There's going to be an Amazon box in your fucking door. Everybody gets 100 grand, bitch. I'd be 100000 to be like a 100 grand bar for everybody. Everybody would get one. I would actually, I'd mail the fucking check wrapped up in a 100 grand bar. Like, what aren't you doing? I don't understand but it's like these people get money and they just want to keep going with the amount of, it doesn't make any sense to me i don't have any idea what they're supposed to do with that amount of money i have no idea i don't have i don't have an idea what like multi-millionaires are supposed to do i'm like what are you going to do with all of that give the money away stop holding on to it no one gives a fuck your son who's a piece of shit who's taking over your shitty fucking business who's probably gonna run it into the ground let him forge his own way the money that you have left go and fucking give it away and stop giving it here's my thing you want to give it to colleges fine do all that shit. no don't do that jesus christ no i say that all the time but they're still gonna do it right because they get like some sort of like fucking tax write-off fine whatever but all the rest of that money Go into the community. There has to be people who have impacted you. People at your doctor's office. People at your fucking that helped you with the groceries. Fucking teachers that you had growing up. Teachers growing up. Like people that you could directly impact their fucking life. Why won't people just do it? I don't understand. Because they don't want to think about anyone else but themselves. I don't it's want to so see much, Nikki's ass. It's, it's so much easier to think about I don't care about fucking how many lace wigs you can buy. I don't care. But that's all they rap about. They they rap to let you know how much more money they have than us. Have, if you listen, every time you listen to it, they're just like, and the part that kills me is like, cool, like City Girls, right? They're hot right, right. now. Listen to their album. It's all about like, I'm rich, you bitches are broke, you have yeah. nothing. And I was you all like, broke bitches. but I was like, but didn't you have nothing two years ago? Right. <laughs> you had nothing two years ago. Two springs ago, you Your had ass nothing. Was, JT, you were in, you said it yourself. I went to jail with nothing. Right. And came out a millionaire. Okay, so you was broke before. Why are you talking shit about broke people as if you don't remember what it was like to be broke? Right. Your lit, your lace front wasn't always. Sometimes, look, Miami. I know at one point she was buying your shit from the swap meet because that's what happens. You were getting it from the beauty supply. You yeah. had that quick weave, like. Yep, you had to brush it out every fifteen minutes if the shit got tangly. We know what time it leaks. is. We know you had that shake and go shit that you had to put in the come microwave. On like, come on. I remember the first season of Real Housewives. Oh my god. That was yakky. Now that because was you're wearing yeah. 
skirt. Honey. Now that you're wearing Brazilian, that was like, an AliExpress wig. Who we talking boom. about? Come on now. You bought that shit off Etsy. Okay. Now, <laughs> now you got a little money, and now everyone's broke to you. But we remember what you used to look like. <laughs> I don't understand. I love Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I really wish that they would do better. Um, but I get. It. I digress. I just. I... <sighs> I just, if, let's just stop. If you've got the money, fucking spread, either spread the money around and give it a fucking way or quit fucking telling us about it because I don't give a shit about your fucking chains. I want some shit that like during this time, much like comedy, they could take my mind off the fact that I have to go into the grocery store and look at some dumb, stupid bitch who refuses to wear a fucking mask because she's trying to make a goddamn point and the law says I can't slap her in the face. That's look, what the law says. You want pandemic to end? Send $100,000 to every motherfucker that proves that they stay their asses at home. I will be the first one. You will never see this brown skin again. My ass will be in the house. Bitch, Where are we going? Gone. Nowhere. Groceries Nowhere. delivered by Instacart boop, to my boop, front door. Boop. I, I'll never be outside again. You would never see me. I would be an inside. I would get lighter. I would get lighter. Pandemic who? Adams, I even closed the blinds. We I don't even got to look okay. outside. Like, like, we are in secret with this bitch. Watch me go underground. No, send quit. me $100,000, please. Seriously. And I actually would be like, because to me, I think it would be a really cool social experiment for Jeff Bezos, only because you could go, here's $100,000 and like for anyone who's in this tax bracket or below and like I just want to see like what good because that's the thing is like we think all people are pieces of shit they're not there are so many good fucking people typically the people that are pieces of shit are the people with money yeah they are the pieces of shit you don't amass that much money by not doing something shifty along the way no there are people who are really good fucking people who just like maybe they chose a career that doesn't make afford them that kind of lifestyle but they're like good honest working people you could change their whole existence and you're just like, I gotta like get the jet fired up, Rufus. And I told you that I want spearmint and make sure that people don't look me in the eyes when we're on the plane. <laughs> I've told you it happened last time. It won't happen again. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And we have to stop allowing these people to hide behind their money. People like the Jeffrey Epstein bullshit, all of it. Trump. Oh, got him. That shit was crazy to me. But I'm so tired. It's just like the racism thing. I'm so tired of people acting like no one knew what was going on. Stop. These women were out here being raped, being sodomized, fucking, just so fucking disgusting. And you know what? I, someone asked me the other day, they're like, did you watch the documentary? I was like, I don't need to. Yeah. I remember the articles coming out when the news story broke. I'm not watching that shit. It happens all the time. What was the young girl? I don't know if you remember this, but it was out of uh, Long Island, and we no one ever talks about it ever on the coast of Long Island in the wealthier area. There is a serial killer and he basically is Jeffrey Epstein so he calls these girls and the only reason that people got wind is there was a black girl who was an escort she was very beautiful she had her man drop her off there shit got weird and she does a 911 call and when she called you if and I'll, tonight I'll send you the I'll send you the link. She does and I want and she's like, I don't know. I came to this guy's house for um and I was an escort, but like shit's getting weird and I don't know, he's being really weird. And you hear him in the background, he's like, yo, chill, chill, chill. And she's like, No, no, no. You like you need to send somebody here, you need to send somebody here. Well, at some point she decides to run for it. So she's got her shoes, she's got her purse, her man's not back yet because it's early. She takes off running down and it's like a beach area. So yeah. think of like a really like a beach community. 
and she's knocking on all these doors, but it's like late at night, so people aren't didn't hear it right away, and if they did hear it, they thought they were hearing something else. By the time they would come to the door, the one guy, I believe it was a man or a woman, but they opened the door, and this girl just runs in, and she's like, she's freaked out, and she's scared, and she's like, I need you to call 911. Something's up with this dude. And the guy, I remember him saying, she wasn't making sense. Yeah. But she wasn't drunk, and she wasn't high, but it was almost like something had been given to her yeah. because she wasn't making any sense. And he told her, he goes, you can hear him. He's on the phone with 911, and you can hear her in the background. And she's hiding. You can hear her being like getting away from the windows and shit. And she, you can tell she doesn't trust the situation, so she leaves again. She no. thinks he's going to find her. So anyways, they find her dead. No. Um, I think like four months later, after her parents and her family put up a fuss, they finally investigated some more. Well, when they found and discovered her body... They no. just kept discovering more. And they found, I believe it was eight bodies, and they're all sprinkled down this coastline in this community. Now, you're telling me, in this quiet, rural, beachfront, wealthy community, that this motherfucker is calling these women out to his home. Oh, no. And by the way, where they found these bodies was in the backyard of the dude. It was like basically like where he looked out his back when he looked out his back window, he was looking out at a sea of women's bodies. Oh God, that's right. Ugh. But right, wouldn't you keep track of where the shit is so then people don't know? And to me, it's insane that we like we we have all these problems. We have the sex trafficking. We have all this stuff, and it's like we have these motherfuckers with all this money, and it's like you're refusing. You're refusing. You're looking at us, and you can help. You can just lend out an arm and help us up, and you all are like refusing. That's why I used to love Kathy Griffin so much because you you remember her show on the D list, and she would just take a bag of money and she would just walk down, yeah, and like. Like yeah, poor neighborhoods and just hand out money to people and people like people were like oh my god my lights literally just got turned off but now and I was all like she's all like I ha-, she would always say I have way more money than I'm gonna ever have anything to do with like yeah. she would just walk down the street and with I a think bag she had money. like one sister right she had one sister and then her mom and her mom who later passed it's like she never I don't think yeah she her mom her sister passed her dad passed her mom just yes. passed and yes. so she would just literally be out there handing out money. And at one point she was dating, what's his name, uh, Steve Wozniak? Yes, <laughs> yes. Even with Oprah, like, Oprah, I don't understand what we're doing here. Like, you have so much fucking money, bitch. Stop fucking telling me about your fucking... Your fucking favorite things. Favorite fucking things and tell me your, your fucking book list bullshit. And stop telling me about your fucking Weight Watchers, bitch. The money that you made off that fucking Weight Watchers, I don't care. Stop building fucking schools in fucking Africa. I mean, keep building them. But also, could you help us out, bitch? I just want a little bit of some money, Oprah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just Find a couple of the nonprofits that we have in the city that are failing, that are trying to get people housing and shit like that. Just a little, a drip drop of your money. Would make a drip. such a drip that you would Just the even... interest off one of your accounts. You wouldn't That's even know it's I'd gone. Say. You wouldn't even notice, bitch. <laughs> what is the fucking problem? And so for me lately, I've been, I've been taking this time for COVID. I don't know about you, but to really start to analyze and look at this shit backwards. Like really turn it backwards around and look at it because I'm just like, this shit isn't working for me. This shit isn't right. I, it's not about me not saying that she hasn't done great things and a lot of these people, yeah. Jeff Bezos, I'm sure they've given money, whatever. I'm just saying. Jeff Bezos is cheap. That's why his wife says she so loves cheap. him. She I was all, so cheap. Which is a good reason to leave someone, I guess. But. Well, anytime you go from looking like he previously did till now, like an even spawn vi- villain, like he looks like an even, evil That's villain. That's exactly what he looks okay? like. Okay, he looks like, an, he's like, whoa, you'll never get my money. Um, anytime you look like that, we all should be cautious. But when you have that much money and you came from nothing, 
it it's hard even when I have things to not give. Yeah. Right? Like I automatically want to buy breakfast, buy lunch, whatever you need, like boom, boom, boom. So I know I'm not saying that Oprah like isn't doing great things. I'm just saying sometimes as a person who's wealthy, you don't need to be in control of where, what that happens to that money. Yes. Like, sometimes it's okay to like, you know what? I sponsor some people. How about that? Uh, Wyclef, I always said if I ever had money, I would just go down and look and see if people were losing their homes and apartments or whatever. Uh. I would go into people's apartment buildings and I'd be like, you get a house, you get a house, bitch, you get a house, you get a house. Like a reasonable home, but like you never have to worry about Paying the rent again. Paying the rent again. How about that shit? How about you don't have or to worry about your evicted? noisy neighbors or getting evicted or this bitch not liking you? We're just setting you up for life, right? You could do that for a person. Wyclef, though, he did bring it to, obviously, now I know about it because he brought it up, but he, for years, what he's done is he just goes down the housing list in his area and he goes, he pulls them from all around the country. And if someone is close to foreclosure, he'll pick like 10 people and he'll just pay off their house. See, my biggest dream, like the biggest dream I've ever had is to be wealthy enough to where I could just start buying up whole blocks of places and just be their new, quote, landlord, have them pay into, like, their rent and just have it set aside an account for each one of those. And then at the end of whenever their lease was, give them the money and be like, hey, you own this house. This right? is yours. Take the money that you just saved, renovate it, bring up the value of your house. Now the whole block is Coming in a up. different socioeconomic status. That's it. And you don't have to worry about all this again. I That's been my biggest dream. Because I'm like, I'm tired of, like, even in Reno, we see all this gentrification. I'm just all like, man, one day I'm just going to buy up a whole bunch of shit and just gift it back to people and be like, man, keep your house. Keep your house. And that's the thing. It's like, you create, by doing that, you create a better community. You're creating better people. So let's just say you had some racist people. Let's just say you had some people that didn't like um, the, the the gay men or gay women or trans community, which just gets it, especially the black trans women. I just, anyways. Yeah, they get a hit for hard. <sighs> um, you could change the entire outlook. You could change the shift and the change of what could have been to what will be yep. to a future that and the 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 amount of effects you could have on the children on the 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 people that were giving up hope I just i can't even begin just by doing that one thing that one fucking thing could literally shape and change an entire generation city an entire generation but the city would it's not like the city wouldn't do you're winning you're reaping it the city would be better for it yeah because your property value comes up now you have one of the high like now you have a higher rate of home ownership in the city that you live in i'm like that works for everyone it works for everybody they're paying property taxes so you're still getting that money like and then they're there they're best they're that creates a vested part of the community because now they own these buildings. They've done the renovations on their their houses, all this stuff. They own it. Their name is on it. They're gonna want to take care of it more. Pride. The they're pride. gonna they're gonna police their own neighborhoods. Which I'm gonna say this: the black people black people tend to do that already. But yes. you police your own neighborhoods now. Like now, look at everything that you just did, and that's a weight off the city's back. Yep. It really is. And I, I don't understand. Even when I see, like, when the housing prices started rising here, I was just, like, it amazed me when I would see millionaires who had a ton of money, and I knew they had a ton of money, were just, like, trying to get just every drip, drop, drip out of that house. Here's my thing. I'm not saying that you didn't put all of this work, all of this effort. You have this gorgeous home, and I love it. I think it's an amazing home. It's gorgeous. But do you need the fucking money? No. Do you need the fucking money? Is there another family that's like, oh, this is their dream, and this is what they've been hoping for for the last 
last 20 years, they've been saving every nickel and dime, and now you're going back and forth with them about this. Give them the fucking house, man. Give them the fucking house. You don't even need the fucking money. It doesn't even, and we've become so fucking greedy. So fu- It's disgusting. We've gotten to the point where we're so greedy. We don't want anyone to have anything if we, don't, if we don't have it. Nope. If we don't have it, you can't have it. The next time you're at the grocery store, if you are buying groceries, and the person, I'm not saying this to you, to Elijah. I'm saying <laughs> this to our listeners. If you're at the grocery store and there's a young person behind you and they're purchasing two items, purchase their two items. They feel amazing. You feel amazing. And it was such a small thing, but it's so large because it still shows that we have humanity. Dude, shout out to the ladies. I was at Rayleigh's one day and I was buying stuff and... Now that we have Apple Pay, I rarely carry my wallet Correct. on me, which is stupid of me because I need to always have my no, ID. No, can I tell you we're the same person? <laughs> right? I, I never ne- carry my wallet. I'm anymore. always like, oh, I got my phone. I'm just going to use Apple Pay. Yep. Right? As a black man, you should always have your ID, just an <laughs> FYI, y'all know. But I, for some reason, the thing wasn't working at the register, and I was like, ah, oh, God, and I didn't have my wallet, and I was like, okay. And the lady behind me literally was all like, I got it. Don't worry about it. And she took care of it. And I... It wasn't one or two what? items. I had I had groceries, and she was like, "No, I got it." She's all like, "Uh, she she was literally like this stupid technology thing is never working." She's all like, "Don't worry about it. I've been looking for something to do that's good to, for someone today," and I was all like, "Boom," and I felt at first I felt really bad because I was all like, "I right. really don't. I don't need you to do this. Right, I would rather like, I have money, by the way, ma'am. <laughs> there <laughs> I would... <laughs> are checks in the bank. I would rather you pick someone else, right. but I was all like, but it felt good because I was like, damn." There are good people out there still. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that like there is. I swear that there is. But sometimes I think that when you get so much money, you just get used to compiling it and and trying to figure out more ways that you can and get it. And then you just assume people want you for your money. That's right. So like I'm not saying don't keep the hustle going, but I am gonna say even when I started this podcast. It was hard for me because it was amazing that the people who were before me or people who were in this industry already but weren't doing this very thing were not trying to give me that hand up. They weren't trying to fucking help me. They weren't trying to hear me. It was more like, keep your little shit over there and have fun in your fucking little studio. And I mean, down to soundproofing, down to my... Like, just were like, if it's not mine and I don't own it, you get no help. And that is insane to me. And I always, like, anyone can... People all the time, they DM me ask me about you know because i've been very vocal about we had to learn it was a learning curve nobody was helping us nobody was giving me any of that it was me up until one two in the morning every night doing the research by so if i can do that for somebody else and them not have to go through all that why the fuck wouldn't i if i've got millions and millions of dollars and i can help somebody else out and i never have to tell anybody about it i could just do it i could do it do it Help somebody, you guys. Just help somebody. Like, it doesn't even need to be, like, a big thing. And I'm not even saying this to the poories. We're all poories. I'm a pori. I'm saying this to people who have legitimate fucking money. If you have changed the kind of outfit money, if you got... If you were not affected by the fucking pandemic and you just been sitting pretty, that means you got enough money to do something with. If you were not looking for no $1,200 stimulus check because you were like, look, I need this to pay my bills, you all right. You, if you knew you weren't getting a stimulus check. Right? If they said 70000 below and you were like, oh, girl, that's not us, you have a lot of money to be helping people out. Go and, and, and the favorite thing, listen, podcasts is another thing. If you listen to a podcast, you love, support them. 
Fucking support them. Being an artist, being an actor, being a comedian, doing things like this uh, outlet, even for your, like, I really, this will be huge. Your thing will be huge. You will be huge. I'm serious. <laughs> it will. It will be huge. It's funny. I love it. It's just going to, it's going to take you keep doing it and grinding and grinding. But again, it's something that I believe that you are funny and you really, you brighten my day when you do it. You change uh -huh. truly. And that should be. You should be reimbursed for that. We, we should say we value you. You made such a difference. Here, here's some coins. Let's run some commercials. Whatever the fuck it is, like, let's give it to you because you did this thing that made people feel so powerful and made them for a minute stop feeling so bummed out and fucking sad all the time and just like the world's ending around us. For four seconds, for two minutes of this video, I felt so, I was laughing. I was out back <laughs> laughing. I was cracking up. I went upstairs and got my husband so you got to come down. He was like, I want to watch it up here i said no you got to watch it in the environment that i was just watching it in i need to recreate the whole scene you know what i mean just like i believe that people should be reimbursed for their artistry yes and i just want everybody to remember that just just remember during this time the people that are getting you through this time really let that resonate with you because this is a time where we can all get lost amen to that right yeah okay i'll stop preaching i'm <laughs> Okay, so tell us what you have going on. Tell us anything you want to plug. What do you want to plug? Um, I mean, I run a theater company. Um, I'm the executive director for Theater Works in Northern Nevada, and we're actually getting ready to start back up with our classes. Oh, nice. Um, on August first. Okay. And so, as is most things that I do, it's geared towards the youth that are most underserved and marginalized. Right, right. But it's going to be pretty cool because it's going to be a film project that they're going to work oh. on for months, and then they're going to debut this feature film um called little scrooge so if you got kids out there that are interested in acting they don't have to have ever acted before okay they can just have a little bit of an interest if they go to our website at www.twnn.org they'll be able to get all that information and then they the first class is always free so bring them in have them try it out see if they like it cool and then we'll go forward with that where is it located um it, we're over in um downtown reno so we're off of we're over by valley road off of spokane Street. oh yeah 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 i know where you're at yeah. okay all right and then of course send me all the information then i'll make sure it's of on the podcast and it's on uh when this airs it'll be on like the information on our, on our website um also tell us the name of your instagram so that people can so my instagram is... and by the way can i just say how blonde i am so earlier when you said elijah <laughs> i thought you were saying like eli and then like your last name was ja and i was like is that german <laughs> not French, and then it wasn't until that dizzy bitch left, and she was like, "No, bitch, it's Elijah. That's his whole fucking name." So I apologize. I'll fix the intro, but I was like, it's "Oh, okay. that makes perfect fucking sense." What is wrong with me? But in my defense, I'm only working off of four hours of sleep, and I worked a twelve-hour shift, well, so I'm a bit tired. In more of your defense, my name is split to be E L I capital S H A, so it tends to be oh, it really? is Elisha. So there is, oh, a, it is there is a hard stop in it. So there you is did, a hard. Stop. So you did it right. Okay. Perfect. Uh, but my Instagram is Eli underscore V-G-N-M-U-S-C-L-E. Eli underscore vegan muscle. Um, I can't even. I just love that. <laughs> I love that name. It's so great. Truly, I love it. Um, and then you also tra you train people? Uh, yeah. So I'm also an amateur bodybuilder, and then I also am a kickboxer. So Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm at Go Total Human. So Where's that at? It's over in Southtown. If you if you remember where I love kickboxing in South Reno used yes, to be, yes, I do. Yes, it's literally the next set of buildings down. Okay. Um, so it's like the same instructors, except for Ash, who's the new owner. Uh -huh. Um, but it's the same instructor, same energy, same vibe. It's the same kind of like we just want to see you win kind of right, situation. Right. So 
Yeah, come in and try a class out and see if you like it. You're so busy. You're I like am. me. You're like an insane person. You're like, oh, I don't have enough shit to do. I'll just add some more shit. This relationship is over. I know that you. this relationship is not over. I know you think they're going to come off this podcast, and that's going to be it. Just know. Um, I know AP is already a hardcore fan. She literally texted me four times while we were doing this. She's like so mad. She's like, are you guys still recording? I wish I could come back. I'm like, well, bitch, no one told you to take swing on a Tuesday. But swing Nobody. dancing, that sounds cool. But I do appreciate this because this... I, so when you when you hit me up, I started listening to your podcast. Yeah, I'm a big podcast fan. Yeah, especially the uh, the like social commentary, those kind yeah. of ones, yeah. and true crime. But um, I started listening to your episodes, and I was all like, "Oh yeah, I really fucks with this." Because yeah. like you, shit gets really heavy sometimes, and I'm like, "Okay, this is heavy," and I know everyone else is gonna talk about this while it's heavy. Right? How can we inject something? humorous into it right and it's always picking at the people that were like the perpetrators so like right. we're always coming at the karens right not the situation itself but like can you believe this karen did that and so i love that and oh so, yeah i there are times when i'm like i don't care how petty this shit sounds turn it off then hit pause bitch go on to the next one but i truly i just feel like and i do feel like if we got back to basics which is like being nice to one another holding doors being respectful say thank you small shit every day this shit could be a lot better, but everyone chooses to be an asshole. So if you're a dick and you're doubling down on your dickism and isms, well, then this is for you. Okay? Oh, I'm the worst person in the world for you not to say thank you to if I'm holding the door. Oh, because I will be like, oh, rude. Because I make you sure that welcome. you hear me exactly. Oh, I'm yeah. like, um, I'm sorry. Did you not see my big black ass holding this door for you? <laughs> <laughs> like, 230 pounds. I know you see me. I know you see me. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, oh, you think I work for you? Oh, oh, no, I just work for you. <laughs> oh, I like that one. I'm going to add that oh, one yeah. to my I will come. I will come in pretty hot. So we'll put all of the things that you want to put on, and of course, we'll have you on the show again. We're going to work it. together. This was so much fun. You guys know what to do. Um, we will have all of this information listed on our website, which is thehatejournals.com, and of course, you guys can always email us your comments and your questions um, at thehatejournals at gmail.com. Of course, you can always follow our Instagram, The Hate Journals, and of course, Twitter, Hate Journals. We love you guys so much. Um, and of course, uh, AP and I will be back next week. We've had some weird recording times. So we weren't ditching <laughs> you guys last week, all right? We just were going through it a little bit, all right? We got a new mama and we're just going through some shit. And you guys know if it was just me for an hour, I would be just losing my shit, <laughs> screaming into a mic. And you guys would be like, oh, we're not into this. So just be thankful, okay? And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.